time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 238. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, we'll share our impressions of Endwalker, yes, with spoilers, Yoshida's New Year's greetings, Patch 6.05 notes, announcing the Final Fantasy Online edition of Panasonic's wearable immersive gaming speaker system, Endwalker Final Fantasy XIV original soundtrack arrives February 23rd, All Saints Wake begins January 20th, and Yoshida's interview with Radio Mog Station. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Hey, Gary. Hello, hello. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Every uh, Spoiler time. That's what's up. Spoiler time. Hell yeah. Time. That's, uh, what's the time? <laughs> spoiler time. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Oh, my God. I've been ready to talk about all things... Endwalker. So this is going to be a great episode. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, what have I been doing? All things Endwalker, because that's what we're doing. And Ruby's very hungry to play the game. And the queue times have been a little lower. So it's it's been good. It's not 2,500 or 3,000 people. It's 400 people or 600 people. And this is Excalibur. Your mileage may vary. Uh, but I think across the board, there have either been tweaks or something has happened, or people have said, fuck this game. I don't know what's happening, but I'm I'm happier because it doesn't take me uh, two hours to log in. It takes me 20 minutes. So all good things. Um, so I've been playing. Obviously, I'd finished the story. Um, I got drug. Not really, I did, but I didn't watch a video yet. Uh, into the two EX fights, uh, which I, I think we can happily name now. I think it's what, the Dark Within and the Mother Crystal. Um, so... Uh, Got a got a lot of experience in there, but I think uh, I think we cleared them like they were like one and dones when we were doing it. Uh, they drug me into um, Zodiac first, I believe. No, it was Hydaelyn first. We went to Hydaelyn first and um, uh, knocked it out. It was a first try. Of course, we you know our our good friend, faithful leader there, Bell Dandy, uh, was doing the callouts and stuff, but. Uh, I watched a video before. It wasn't that difficult. I think most people now have probably knocked it out in some way, shape, or form. So, uh, you know, it's a pretty rote dance. You have, there's a few moves that you gotta watch out for, but it ain't, it ain't that spectacular. And then, um, took out Zodiac as well. Um, and that one is a little more dynamic. Uh, but, um, that's, that's also a follow the triangle sort of situation. And then, um, Layla, uh, was the, uh, the HBIC in that one. She was taking us around, showing us where to stand. <laughs> I was very thankful. So uh, all good stuff. I I got, I think, two accessories. Um, and we ran Zodiac enough times to purchase a third. We got enough, you know, totems. Um, I did not get anything from Hydaelyn, and I still have not. Um, I, need, I need to go back in there, but I kind of got sidetracked on pandemonium and other things so i'll get back to it uh, eventually or i won't because it'll be outdated and i'll just run it for <laughs> doggos or whatever we're doing we're farming for now um i have seen some of the new um mounts drop i have not been so lucky but um i've, I've seen them flying about and uh i dig it so i think i i'm gonna have to get back in that race do them exes to get the mounts so all good shit um, I have gotten up to eye level 577. I've not run Savage yet. I think we do have a, uh, Savage clearing delegate that will be speaking momentarily. But, uh, for now, uh, I know I'm, 
I know I'm ready. I've been hitting the dummy pretty hard on both Summoner and Black Mage. I got my Black Mage to 90. I'm really appreciating the um, similarities that Black Mage has as compared to the changes uh, that Summoner has, has taken. Not that I am pining for the Dot Mage. I want to talk about that a little later. There is a huge... There's a huge straw man argument on the official forums, and I'm sure elsewhere, that anybody who has any uh, complaints or criticisms or suggestions for the direction of, of Summoner, now that the changes have been made, are all wishing for us to go back to dot mages, and that is simply not true. There are things that people want to see out of Summoner that I think they can build upon that has fucking nothing to do with dots. So we'll talk about that. Uh, but anyway, uh, love and black mage and what it's what it's bringing. So I, I've actually been gearing for spell speed in in the in the thinking that I'm going to play black mage more. I do want to know how to play summoner well, but um, you know it ain't that difficult. I did start leveling uh, white mage. Uh, I've got it up to 87. Um, I know white mage is the redheaded stepchild right now, but I like it. And uh, I think it's it's still fun, and it definitely does what it needs to do. Uh, I am not going for world first. I've already missed that boat, so I'm not too worried about it. Um, but I like White Mage, so I'm having some fun with it. I really enjoyed when the Glare and the Holy leveled up because I was feeling pretty weak until like 82, and I think that turned over, and it's it's been feeling uh, much better. I can feel the MP problems. I know I'm not... 90 yet but i feel that mp strain and i really don't like what they did to thin air but no no i'm right there with you right there with you yeah i'm not a fan i i haven't unlocked my lulabelle yet but you know that's um sometimes i don't even not game changing i sometimes i forget (laughs) to even use the wings thing the overheal shit i'm just you know it's I'm, i'm real out of practice i ran a couple of dungeons my first one went okay until the dark knight and this is a dark night. I'm not blaming them, but dark nights tend to be squishier, and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing anymore, trying to knock the dust off my cane. And uh, I let him die in the last pack of mobs in one, like Smile Town, or one of them. Um, and no, no, I was doing a leveling dungeon. It was a, uh, it was the Garlemald one. Um, anyway, uh, I, I, I picked up my my game. I, I, I. Didn't let any more tanks die after that. <laughs> we were fine on bosses, but uh, I ran out of gas. I ran out of MP, and I had uh, I fucked around and holy too much and glared too much and all that shit, and I paid the price. So anyway, getting better on healing. I, I still think I still think healing can be fun. I I want to I want to do the one I know until I start. Uh, so before I start messing with like Sage, you know, I kind of want to unlock my healing memory. Uh, before I start messing with the other ones. Uh, okay, did some Pandemonium. Um, I've ran a lot of the normal shit. I haven't done, again, I haven't done Savage yet, but um, I've been running a lot of the normal because I wanted certain body pieces and such. I ran it willy-nilly the first couple of weeks, whatever, but um, now I was actually like, okay, I need to finish the body or I need to finish the legs, whatever. So um, that helped get the eye level up there. I like it. Uh, the fights are pretty easy um so i you know it is what it is i have opinions on the theme um it's kind of weird but i'm hoping we get to see more as it goes so got that part knocked down um heaven's turn it came and it's almost gone if you haven't done it and you're listening to this you probably need to log in like right 
fucking now and do it because it'll be over by the time you li- you finish listening to this episode. Um, but it's okay. It's Heaven's Turn. The, the Tiger Mask is okay. I got it. it. It all Heaven's Turn does is gives me a chance to wear the horse head and my reindeer outfit and pretend I'm a horse and make noises and act stupid uh, during the fate. And that's that's really it. That's what I use Heaven's Turn for. I make dumb outfits and then uh, promptly put it away and wait for the next event. So anyway, Heaven's Turn. Um, the last thing I want to talk about, uh, and this is also because I spend way too much time on the official forums. There was – I didn't put this in the notes. I didn't think it was worth putting in the notes, but we can make this kind of open discussion if you guys want to talk about it. And that is there was a comment made by uh, uh, all-knowing, all all-seeing president, uh, CEO, whatever of Square Enix. And it was this comment that was like, we're going to be exploring all kinds of things in the next year and we're forward-thinking and something-something NFTs. Something, something. I'm not even going to look up the quote or whatever. Um, and there were a shit ton of knee-jerk reactions to this that were like, fuck NFTs. Fuck this. I'm not sitting here defending NFTs. I'm talking about the knee-jerk reactions, all right? It was just rampant for that little day, day and a half, two days that that was going around. And I really don't understand why people would have a knee-jerk reaction to a a corporation, he's a CEO, he represents a corporation. A corporation is a non-living entity, even though some politicians will tell you that they're they're people. Um, corporations are a non-living entity that does not care about you or your family or whatever else. They have incentives for doing good things for their HR departments to do nice things for you or whatever. There's all kickbacks and stuff, but they're all kickbacks. It's all money. It's all profit. It's a corporation. They're going to research ways to to make more profit, or they're researching things that their shareholders are saying we want you we want this researched, um, and so maybe if the the knee jerk reaction was large enough, and they saw that NFTs are not the future, or they were not going to make a profit off NFTs, yeah, they'll steer away from it. I think they'll discover they're not going to make a way a profit off NFTs if well if they don't make a profit off of it. But I, I don't I don't see them putting this kind of shit in 14. I see them making some mobile game that is driven by blockchain technology and blah, 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 and it's some flash-in-the-pan sort of thing that's a test runner for some shit that may come in the next 15 to 20 years using blockchain technology. And they're just throwing out the word NFT. I don't know if it's a marketing way of doing that. I don't know what, what, why they say that or what they're doing or if they're just being flat on honest. We're doing NFTs. Regardless, it's a fucking corporation. They're going to research ways to get profit. Does it make NFTs good? Fuck no. I'm not saying they're good. I'm saying have some common sense. Corporations aren't real people. They don't care. They don't have hearts. They don't have emotions. They don't love you or your family or whatever you care about or your aspirations or dreams or political Okay, here's my comeback to that one because I don't inherently disagree with most of what you said, but at the same time, my opinion is we don't have to like it. We don't have to like the ways that they're trying to make money off of us. And if it's something you feel that strongly about it, I 100% respect them stating how they feel about it. NFTs are gross, and I think fuck NFTs, but um, a lot of people, it's a, um, 
what's the word? It's well, it's the save the environment sort of issue because it's bad technology that way. It takes a lot of water and a lot of energy and a lot of a lot of things, whatever. I'm not an expert at NFTs. Don't fucking get your information from me. But I get why they're bitching. I really do. But it's the same. It's going to come down to the same thing as, for instance, the cash shop. You know, I hate the cash shop. Have I bought things off it? Yes. So, you know, I've given up bitching about the cash shop because I am now part of the problem. People keep trying to find ways to take a stand against these sorts of things in video games they start finding and they're going to they're going to be creative they're going to find new ways to monetize things they're going to find new ways to bring in income to their company i absolutely understand that when there's something that you feel like it's taking it too far it's this is the line in the sand for me yeah of course they're going to speak up does the corporation give a shit no not most of the time no they don't care in certain situations there has been enough of a ruckus that they've had to go back on decisions they've made about this sort of thing so do i think there can be some good coming out of people throwing a hissy fit about nfts i don't know maybe maybe not probably not but i fully support their right to bitch about it do i think i i i I guess that's where i'm at yeah I can see having a knee-jerk reaction. I was kind of, I was kind of right there with him. I'm like, I don't really need that, but, and you're right. They're probably not going to shoehorn NFTs into Final Fantasy XIV. And to bring your cash shop argument back up, or not even argument, but, you know, I, I don't like the cash shop either. Yep, I bought cosmetic stuff off of the cash shop. And yes, I am absolutely happy that Yoshi P still does keep, you know, you can't just outright buy a better gear out of the cash shop. You can't. You can only you can only kind of purchase more inventory space while rent it, you know, through you know not the cash shop but through your your retainer service and stuff. They've they've kept it kind of just on the other side of the line, um, but uh, you know, so if they made NFTs something that were just over the line, I don't know. I, and yeah, they're not they're not making games out of you know they love me the developers love making games but it's a company that's trying to make money and so i yeah i actually do expect them to be like hey let's see if we can find a way to make some money using nfts and if they can find a way that's not gross and they can make a fun game out of it i don't really have a problem with that but i can see people you know and especially cuz it's kind of a fuzzy idea not a lot of people don't understand nfts how they work you know, how you actually own something using it, you know, but um, I certainly don't. <laughs> but uh, if they can find a way to do it, that's not gross and they can make a fun game out of it. I don't care. They make a little collecty game or something where you can purchase NFTs and display them or so. I don't know. Maybe it's fun. I don't think they're going to slap it into 14. And if they did find a way to slap it into 14 and as long as it wasn't too gross... I don't I'd probably be right up there with the cash shop for me, I guess. Yeah. But I can see being concerned. Yeah. Yeah, make your opinions heard. I think there's a lot of people who do believe that um their opinions are not heard. Um I see that when I look at the official forums. They go they don't look at our forums, they only look at the JB forums. Um in fact we got a I got a message from a, a fan that was like, Hey, are you exploring any of the like the JP side of things and it's something worth thinking about and um uh, you know, it is it is sometimes that we feel that uh, maybe that the team looks at 
opinions that are not ours. So, uh, yeah, make those opinions heard. I, I think some of the knee-jerk reactions that I think really kind of brought me to talk about this was the ones like, I'm going to unsub if I see this anywhere. And, of course, I, you know, you got to take those official forum posts with a grain of salt. Uh, that's that's the kind of stuff that brought me here was the official forum type. I'm going to burn the earth. <laughs> I'm bringing the final days if this it's ever salty. appears yeah. in, the, in my game. <laughs> I've had enough of the final days. I think we've put that to rest for for at least a patch. So. <laughs> All right. That is what I have been up to. Carrie, what have you been doing? I finally, finally, way behind you guys, but finally finished the main storyline. So I was very excited to do that so we can just talk about it tonight. That was my main goal in life the last two weeks. <laughs> After that, I ran around and because I had just, I just made it through like Shadowbringers and I just finished Stormblood and I, you know, I've only been playing a few months. So I had rushed through those zones, as I've mentioned, so fast, I did not get flying in some of them. So I went back, I unlocked flying in all the old zones. I unlocked flying or I, I cleared the maps everywhere that's not in a dungeon um, what else did I do? I ran my first squadron ever. I went and ran a dungeon. Right. Yeah, that was really kind of fun, except for the healers. They're, they're dumb, Just aren't they? terrible. Yeah, aren't they so stupid? They're so bad. And, you know, I, I learned as I went on with, with my healer and realized how bad they were and how dumb they were that I could do things better and more efficiently to make it easier on them. But... Um, once I did that, it got a lot smoother and I probably will end up doing that a lot more because it was really brainless and easy and yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, especially like, you know, if you're going to have long queue times on a DD or something instead of a, if I'm not leveling a tank or a healer where I could just get, you know, insta queue. So I'd probably spend a little more time on that. Um, what else? Just house stuff, gold saucer stuff. Uh, what I did just today is I actually got on my minor character, which I hadn't played since um, she hit level 60. So I took my minor out and um, got her to 63. And that was a bit of an adventure because I, I went out mining for the first time in six years. So the first thing I had to do was clear off all my bars. And then I had to look at all the new abilities and figure out what they did figure out how to put all the buttons down and you know it didn't take that long but I've been doing that on every single job because every single job every bar had to be cleared and reset so it's been a really slow process of lots of behind the scenes silly button fixing stuff and then on top of that I hosed my UI I'm not sure how I did it I got some bar that got locked across all of my things and I went and undid all the locks for that and it still didn't fix it so I had to reset my UI from scratch pretty much to level any mm. other job <laughs> so that was that took some time too but so aside from doing a lot of the piddly little you know UI and mechanical stuff um, then I went out on my minor and the first note I hit it had red um, or fire crystals, and then it had like five other things on it with little symbols next to them. And then I hit one of them, and it said 
it's a collectible. Well, collectibles didn't exist when I quit the game. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck is this? So everything I touched in there was a collectible. And there were so many buttons on there. I'm like, I don't get it. So I kept trying to do stuff. And then I, so I broke like the first three or four of them I did. And then um, I finally went, oh, wait. And then I saw the actual collect button on the stupid screen because there are there are one, two, three, four, five. There's like eight separate buttons on there and a shitload of like speech. And then I kept having chat bubbles pop up trying to explain the stuff to me. And I'm like, I will lose my shit. All I wanted to do was hit some fucking rocks. <laughs> like, so I was I, I didn't understand that this was a special timed. Yeah, I think you hit an ephemeral, ephemeral node. node. That was yes. my theory. I, uh, I think it was a timed node that's used for doing collectibles. And that that was just unlikely. Yeah, so I was just completely confused. Finally, they disappeared and it told me my next node was 900 whatever's away. And I'm like, why on earth would it be 900 away? I've been hitting these same ones for... So I almost didn't go over to the other nodes. <laughs> So I was like, okay, fine. So I went over to the other nodes and then I realized, thank God, these were just normal nodes. Just hit your thing, press a button to, you know, up your percentage chance once in a while and just mine. So I was ex extremely relieved to find out I wasn't, you know, doing it wrong. I was just being stupid. <laughs> so I did get from 60 to 63 and I started doing um, my minor quest there and that that's that was the job quest for that. So that was neat too. But no, mostly it was finishing main storyline and flying around zones. But that's what I've been up to. How about you, Yelta? Um, I, well, last night I decided I had a panic at like three o'clock in the morning when I had to, I had to bring up the lodestone. I haven't missed a seasonal event on Yelta ever. <laughs> so I don't know why, but as I'm drifting off to sleep, I'm like, heaven's turn. Oh my god, is that over tomorrow? This is like Monday. Oh no! And I'm like, I had, to, I had to like bring, I had to like grab my cell phone and bring it up. No, yeah, until the 18th. But I did, I logged in and did that last night. And yeah, there's, there's a fate you can do. You can do it multiple times if you want multiple things. You talk to one guy, and then there's a repeatable quest. I'm kind of glad this time they only made the repeatable quest do three different NPCs basically. Mm -hmm. So you just go do the repeatable quest. I actually kind of like that part, but like one of them, remember the one where they like washed bottles under the shore and there were like nine different ones, but, and they were random or some oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I had like a fear of missing out too. I had to go back and make a list and cross off all the ones I had already seen. And it, that a seasonal event should not be that stressful. <laughs> However, this one was really, really simple. Uh, however, the housing item is cute. If you have a Asian themed room, uh, I, th I think like we talked last week, last two weeks ago, not all about the kabudos, but the, uh, the screen was cute. It's big. It is a big, I, yeah, I suppose it's probably pretty, pretty big. I only got one of them. Just, I don't know if I'll ever use it, but I have like one retainer that's just full of all that kind of furniture. Um, and then, uh, on, on the last two Tuesdays, I've been going in with the free company to Pandemonium Savage. We only run a couple hours and we started late last week because someone DC'd right before we were going to start and it was like 40 minutes to get back on. Yeah, that's terrible. 
Yeah, and we were doing it blind, so we did the first circle, practiced it the first week, and figured out a bunch of stuff. Uh, later in the week, a bunch of other, a bunch of the people in my group continued on in pugs and in and other groups and, and and cleared it. But then on Tuesday, I went with them and and we did clear. Um, uh, I don't think it's all that hard. I'm just really slow nowadays. I my uh, between my reaction time and my realizing which mechanic it is is. I am slow. So basically it was Yelta got yelled at till she stood in the right spot long enough oh, to no. uh to not die. No. <laughs> but uh no, I think uh I think I think a few more runs probably would be okay. I really want to get back in and do the 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 uh sa- the savages or the EX fights some more. Um I, I don't need anything from in there anymore now, but uh I got gifted Bell Dandy did that thing to me, Carrie, that he did to you. Well, you must have looked at your character sheet and then filled out everything that was like under level. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. He sent me, he sent me like a new, a new cane <laughs> and he sent me like, uh, some, some stuff. So like some crafted stuff. So nice. I don't know. I, someday I should, I should probably go gather and, uh, send him some materials or something back. But, and then, uh, I did start purple script grinding, uh, for crafting. Uh, I, I'm not super geared out, but I want to be able to make, uh, at least I, I want to see if I can make the uh, current common white mage raid food, but I need gear and I know I could go to the, I could go to the, uh, market board and I could buy all the gear and I could just meld it. But part of me likes to gather. So I was, I was doing purple script grinding and then I realized my gear was c- complete crap, so I had to uh, buy gear. And then I realized that the accessories are all crafted, so now I have to buy gear for my carpenter. So my carpenter, because I want to make the crafting, <laughs> I want to craft the gathering accessories. <laughs> it gives me something to do, and it makes me happy. And this is why I have money. People are like, why do you have money? And I'm like, because I don't spend it. Right. We're going to work on yeah. that, though. Well, uh, yeah, that's different, though. I can't craft a new house. <laughs> you can't. I was browsing tonight again, though. I was making sure there weren't any openings anywhere in Grid. Yeah, if you, I don't know if you have permission to buy. Probably not. But if you ever do find one that's open, especially of the two spots we oh, want. Oh, you will know immediately. Just, yes. just, just pester me, and I will f- f- sprint upstairs. Uh, we do want a bigger house, uh, a personal house. Uh, the free company house, we kind of let everybody decorate now. So it's like it's not, and I'm never much of a decorator anyway. So I don't really want to step on anybody else's toes redecorating the free company house. I do go in once in a while and change the music on the jukebox. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't like the song and I go change. <laughs> it's still Christmassy in there. It's got like a weird Chris. They, they started with Halloween and made it like this blue Halloween-y vibe and kind of tried to make it creepy. And then they've since like thrown some Christmas stuff out there. Well, the Christmas stuff is still there. Hmm. I think I think we're gonna have to. I don't know. I may find out who was working on it and say, "Can you finish your vision?" Because it's looking it's looking a little weird right now mm-hmm. and unseasonable. So I don't care what they do with it, but it doesn't look like it's done right now. Yeah. So so I don't know if they need the some- new pandemonium music will be great for next Halloween. I think it'll, it'll oh, yeah. I guess, when yeah, January okay. 20th, when All Saints Wake comes. Also, but that's pretty preview, oh, yeah. shuddering at the clowns. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. For sure. We'll get there. 
But that was my week, and that is what we did this last two weeks. You can shoot the shit with us on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. Uh, the first round is news. We have a New Year's greetings from Yoshi P. This is his yearly new yearly New Year's thing. And uh, first of all, he's like, happy New Year's, blah, blah, blah. And then he's saying that how we had to delay Endwalker and how it's the conclusion to the Hydaelyn and Zodiac, Zodiac. And it's been a full 11 years since he came aboard Final Fantasy XIV. It's like 11 years, right? It's just unbelievable to me. Yeah. And they're talking about, uh, aside from the game content, the, they've got a huge influx of players, plus the impact of COVID-19. That's why we're having the server issues the, and data center issues, and they're working on it. Uh, and Rucker winds up the tale that's been woven since 1.0 and blah, blah, blah. Uh, he's just reiterating that Final Fantasy is not over yet. I still see this, by the way, guys. In social media, I keep seeing from people who, even people who play Final Fantasy fourteen, they're like, this patch is it. And I'm like, no, he's, they've said over why? and over again. I, cause they're, they don't yeah. pay attention. That's maybe wild. You know, like they've, they've made it very clear that this is just, they just finally wrapped up the story that started over 11 years ago. They get to write what they want. Now they get to spin the tale that, that excites them now. So, and anyway, so Yoshi P goes on to say, we've already begun creating new journeys for all of you warriors of light or adventurers rather to embark upon. As a matter of fact, just as I was thinking about the next adventure, I noticed a piece of paper had been left on my desk, and what should be written on it but another poem. So wanes the moon before the sun, its journey ended home at last. So look we now to days ahead, unfettered from our trying past. Is that a past? It's P. From the memoirs of a reconciled man. So that's his our yearly poem we get. Oh, and he's just kind of reminiscing about all the patches. Yeah. yeah. I do like the yeah. art at the bottom, though, for sure. Yeah. Well, and I, we've seen, some of us have seen Yoshi P in that Biako. That's right. Yeah. Singing. Singing. Yeah. FanFest was, that was awesome. Yeah. I, I like the poem um, and what he says says here about, you know, journeys for all you warriors of light or adventurers, because now... We're just adventurers, right? So um, I've seen a lot of this kicked around on the forums and such is what will be the – where will we go next? And um, I, I think one thing that's clear without you know talking about the end, end spoiler stuff just yet uh, is that they're really trying to wipe the slate. You know, this unfettered sure. from our trying past. They this we're, is we're like, getting reset. <laughs> it's reset. Like I don't yeah. know how they're gonna make us where like you're just an adventurer. Does the power of Asm just disappear? We're done with all that stuff. You're just you have no powers, although you're level ninety and all your jobs are leveled <laughs> up and you can well, punch you the know. walls. You know, so uh I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do that, but that's the direction well, solidly. Midgore's that armor we're going. did it to us once. Right? Midgore's armor did it to us once. That's true. Uh, when we went to the first, we basically were reset, kind of, especially as long no one knew who we were, you know, you know, it, you know we could, but, I, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. If we're still going to be on this planet, who doesn't know us? Well, that's, it kind of cracks me up though. And as far as knowing us goes though, it doesn't always take us that far, right? Because no. like, <laughs> I'm still delivering jelly to neighbors and shit, right? I'm still fixing, you know. 
plumbing and heating problems in different zones. So <laughs> bringing people. To yeah, eat. yeah. You mm-hmm. know, picking picking vegetables to bring back for things. So you know, I don't know how much they've kept us humble this whole time. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. There have been a few times where we've almost flexed. Don't you know who I am? Kind yes. of thing, you know, but it's pretty pretty rare. I did choose you know? that option every chance yeah. I got. Yeah, Don't yeah, you I kind of do too. Champion of Eorzea. <laughs> oh, but you know, you know, but if we if we go to the old world, if we head you know west, and especially if we go alone, yeah, you know, no one's going to know who we are. Maybe our power doesn't work the same. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but uh. I, I'm interested to see what happens next. Of course, we haven't talked about what happened so far, so let us move on to patch 6.05 notes. These are pretty fast. These are going to be pretty fast. Um, we have some new playable content. Uh, the Excitatron 6000 has been oh, added. Oh, I haven't gone in yet. Does it I vibrate? have like, I, it looks like the <laughs> rabbit. Oh, God. I mean. <laughs> Katie I'm letting it go. I'm just that one's going <laughs> past us. We're leaving the rabbit alone. We're leaving the vibrating alone, and we're moving on. Oh, I haven't done this yet, but I, I want to. I have a whole bunch of maps. I need to just schedule a map party. Maybe I'll do one Saturday afternoon or something. Yeah, no, just I'll come. I'll tell come. people in, in two hours. Hmm. I'll come with. <laughs> Yeah, I, if I well, because now that you have the whole map and flying open, it's not a problem. I, I've tried to do map parties with some people who don't have everything open, and I'm like, why? Yeah, mm-hmm. why? Why? <clears throat> so I'm excited to get in there and uh, and try try my luck and see if we get any you know, fantastic prizes. Uh, they did add furnishing. They've added some new flowers, and they've added some funny looking. Frog water wheels for mm-hmm. the garden. I don't even know what all this stuff is. I've actually seen um, some very interesting things done with like that skylight in this next picture, mm-hmm. and some it's very, um, uh, very. Uh, I can't remember what you call it. Very, there's some very simple, no clutter, white and black looks with some of these. Simple things. Very nice. Is, is that a first... wallpaper or is that something that goes on the wall? I don't know. I know it looks that's like a decal. Cute. I mean, it's cool. I'm, I might need to see if I can find what that I actually is. just noticed the shoe rack. I'm kind of liking <laughs> that shoe rack. When my eyes were disturbed for a second, this is a rug. The rug has a tail and there's a table on it. And there's like two <laughs> pillows on the floor there. That's yeah. cute. I really, I really yeah. love the bunked bed with the... The, the loft, loft bed. bed with the shelves. Yeah. Yes, that's great. That's cute. It's very cute. Well, those aren't shelves. That's the ladder to get up there. But then, because there's no ladder anywhere else in that bed. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, interesting. Like a staircase. But you could use it. I bet yeah. you could. You could probably. I wonder if you can set stuff on it. And if you can't, and I'm sure some people can <laughs> you figure could out how. Probably come float it for you. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't looked at any of the new furniture in game yet. Uh, somebody was decorating their uh, apartment or something, and they had asked if if you could preview furniture, and I'm like, yes, you can. Absolutely. Thanksgiving, Carrie and I had done quite a bit of previewing and buying, and it was great fun. Oh, we have a tree with no leaves, and a pinwheel's cute, and a giant it's clock. A really, I like the outdoor items a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I need a clock on my yard, but it's cute. They just need to give us more outdoor space. 
There's just not that much. Yeah. 20 more, oh, 50 well. more or something. Something. It, it wouldn't even have to be much, you know. 20 more might do yeah, it easy. Yeah, 20 more actually might. I don't know. I'm still, I still want to know what the island sanctuaries are going to be and is mm. there going to be decorating there. People are assuming there's housing and decorating, but I'm hoping there is. All right, they're adding new orchestrian roles. Uh-huh. And there's new prizes available for MGP. I can't remember what it is. I looked it up. Anyway, they did uh, They did do some battle system adjustments. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure how far these went. I don't know if I've heard any feedback. I think uh, Pew, uh, Monk got the most. A lot of them were, like, changing its... Uh, what are those called? Where he can be in Raptor or Coral or... Oh, oh yeah, this yeah. this yeah. was about them missing. This was about like um something like when you uh when you're in a dungeon. I, our, our monk friend I think was talking about this. When you're in a dungeon, you can't hit a mob or somebody pulls it out of some kind of scope or so I don't remember what he was talking about, but this this really helped with like some pulls or something. So, I could be completely off, but it does say here when missing a target, you're getting the uh the different stances. So, great. Good. Glad that worked out. Um, I heard Ninja got a huge deal out of this because of their uh, their gap-closing combo. That oh, was yeah? Giving people, uh, giving people some headaches. Uh, yeah, there was there's something, and I, I haven't leveled my Ninja all the way up, but it, where they were having to use uh, this, this Forked Raiju or the right – I forget what the actual name of it is. It's the Forked and Fleeting Raiju. I think both had a um, – like a charge to it um, and not – and by charge, I mean like you rushed the target. It was like a gap-closing thing. So like within a cycle of your rotation, you ended up gap-closing four times and it just felt really odd. So I think they removed – uh, the gap closing from one of them. Uh, a fleeting Raiju players will no longer rush target upon execution. So, uh, And then they made it its own ability. I think it was like one changed into the other, and now you choose which one you're going to do. The gap oh, I got you. Yeah, that's that's what the, the red is all about then. Okay. The red text. So yeah. that's that's good. I know I know it was feeling weird. I, I haven't touched my ninja since we started. So I touched my dragoon, but I don't know how to push the buttons. But it looks like I got potency buffs. I am so editing <laughs> this, you know, um, episode with talking of touching dragoons and, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. I touch my touching dragoon all the time. dragoon and ninja all the <laughs> time. Well, occasionally. <laughs> Samurai just got some range buffs. Three to six yalms. That's good, I hope. Uh, Reaper got a teeny tiny... <laughs> teeny Slap tiny their hand nerf. a little bit. <laughs> nerf. Gentle nerf. Uh, Dancer just changed three things from abilities to weapon skills. I'm not sure what that goes with. I'm, ass- I'm assuming it has something to do with something else they have that... It did. There were a couple of jobs this paired. It, it made it pair up with, and I feel like Reaper and Monk had something to do with it, but I can't remember. <clears throat> Summoner got a couple of good buffs of potency. Are they any good? Uh, I, it doesn't change the job much, but yeah, Ooh. sure. The the, the Firebird <laughs> does a little stronger. I don't. I, I think there were some debates on the potency for Summoner. I think most people would agree that Summoner needed an oomph at least to kind of get to the Red Mage level. It's Mm. now that you've got this huge discussion around is there a range tax? Does range tax exist? 
Does Summoner suffer a range tax that Red Mage is not paying? Where do utility come involved? And you're yeah, matching Red up Mage the utility of Red Mages so, versus yeah. Summoner's utility. And uh, it gets into like some really gets the discussion gets really deep there so this obviously needed to happen i think some people would also say that ifrit uh might need some changes um we'll get to the summoner discussion a little bit later but i think there's going to be some there would need to be some other fundamental changes to make uh, a lot of summoners happy anyway scholar got a tiny fey union range buff it looks like all right oh they added uh savage pandemonium savage uh, this seemed, I, I, I went in, it seemed easy to get into, so hopefully. I'm hearing that a lot of people are having pug strat issues for the first fight. Like, there's like a shit ton well, of pug strategies. Maybe they've got this worked out by now, but I had heard that there was just a ton of pug strats and that one of them is like, just eat all the shit or something. Uh, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's, okay, well, there's, there's a mechanic fairly early on in the fight that us, when we were running it blind the first week, uh, we figured out a way to deal with it. And uh, I think the common strategy that eventually um, came out wasn't any worse. Ours wasn't any better, but the uh, I, th- I think it just took a little bit of the rant. There's like some randomness involved, and people had to adjust for the randomness, mm. and different groups figured different ways to do it. And... Uh, it's fine. I, what, what, what we ended up doing is fine. I do know that when we were running on Tuesday, uh, different people in my group had cleared with different pugs all week. Mm-hmm. And there was a little bit of discussion on why do it that way. Our group did it this way. So I think, but I don't think that's unusual, especially, and the fight is pretty lenient, right? Mm-hmm. You can just eat some stuff. So I think on fights that are a little bit more lenient, it feels like, Pugs do different strategies because one of them won't kill you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 since since it doesn't all kill you and you find the one true strat, you can kind of like muddle through. That's okay though. I actually don't mind when the first and the first couple of floors of a new raid tier, especially like the very first floor, isn't super hard. So I can mm-hmm. get in and get a taste for it and, you know, get a few accessories and, you know, feel good about myself. And then, you know, when I gear up enough the the next floor is 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 not as bad you know i'm never going to be week one clearing shit so nor i so um but uh i think i need more eye level before i do the next one the first one is no no bell gave me enough gear i think i can get into all well three of them (laughs) two of them (laughs) but they added that and um uh, I think I think the gearing is relatively the same theory as it has been. Uh, of course, belts are gone. Right. So, um, so there's coffers and and books. You always get the books as the booby prize. You know. Mm-hmm. I've seen the official forum post. A couple of them. News announcement. If you don't know this, if you go to say a floor three, a P three party, you are forfeiting. The items for one and two. So if you go into a later one, somehow you get into a later well, one. I thought you'd get a uh, pop-up warning you that that was happening. You do get a okay. pop-up warning. Okay. But I've seen this also be asked yeah. still, and I don't know if they just haven't tried it yet or if they don't understand the pop-up. Yeah. But yes, you do get a pop-up. Uh, but just be advised. Yeah, if, yeah if you go into two and you haven't gotten your gear from one this week, you, you're done. You can't get gear from one. Yeah. 
It's 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 a little weird, but I don't know. I, th- I think it didn't used to let you. Didn't didn't you have to actually clear or have somebody in your party you that could take somebody you to in the, the party had one? to have already taken. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't running with them, but I think Bell used to always like they'd go on Tuesday, get as far as they could, then Bell would like finish, and then like then the next week he would get in early and get and clear up to whatever the group was working on because he is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I do like kind of the fact that they uh, named them this time, the first circle, the second circle, the third circle, the fourth circle. It's not so confusing. <laughs> One, two, three, to, well, it's four. not so confusing to know. Some of them were like even Alexander. I never could remember arm of the father versus fist of the father versus, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just dumb, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> it gets confusing. Um, and yeah, you can exchange the items that you get that drop in there for gear. Uh, a couple places. Let's see. Labyrinthos. That's the by the NPC that helps you unlock it. And uh, Razadhan. So if you have the books, I think they're called the tokens, you can turn them in for items. And upgrade items. That's the other reason to do this, is, is you get the upgrade right. items for your uh, tome gear. And they did put those four in Raid Finder, of course. And uh, they do note that when registering... They're going to match you with one pure healer and one barrier healer. Poor Radiant is my barrier healer. He, he doesn't even want to be healer. <laughs> I don't even think he wants to be barrier healer, but they were taking me and no one else wanted to heal. So, <laughs> All right, they've added new elite marks. I don't even know what they are. I haven't done a hunt. In fact, four seconds before I logged out of the game to come podcast, somebody, Mr. Waffles, whatever, what's Waffles' uh. name? Is it Mr. Waffles? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Waffles was shouting at Razatan that he was going to start a hunt train. And I'm like, oh. damn it. I could have had a hunt train. I have never no. Two done hours a hunt later. Train. They take a long oh, time now, but they're, they're, they're fun. Especially, well, you, if you load quickly, they're fun. If you, well, oh, okay. no, Mr. Waffles' train is pretty le- nice. lenient. They, they actually wait. He, he lines everything up. So basically, especially because we're instanced now. He says where the next hunt is and then where to go. And where he has you go isn't the next mob. It's some place away from the teleporter, but also away from the first hunt mob. And then they wait till all the parties who are there say that they're eight out of eight or whatever, that everybody is able to get through the instance, change instances, get teleported in, get there, and that everybody's there before they start. So... <clears throat> and I, I, so far, at least on Excalibur, there hasn't been too much, I, I guess, early pulling or whatever. So I still maintain I kind of wish hunts weren't quite so. I basically wish you could find a hunt and kill it if you had a party to do it. But they're so valuable that it's kind of mean to the rest of the server. Of course, I did. I went and did... Uh, uh, a world fate on another server and they were just like screaming at us wanderers to go away and it's like there were wanderers on my server when i was doing it i don't know i don't know what to, i don't the answer is that it, it congestion sucks the just first put few your weeks. chocobo in your mini in a way i i always put my chocobo in my mini in a way but uh but no hunt, hunt trains are actually not too bad if if you find i don't ha- i don't have a hunt link shell right now i should probably look into one but um no there's a there's couple a Discord. of discords yeah yeah so, yeah, just join, get into a party, and go where the shouts tell you to go and kill stuff. It's pretty brainless, but if, but the rewards are good. 
you know, it's not real brainless if you're on a tank. Yeah. Just make sure you're an oath or whatever, and then just get the hate. Get hate. Yeah, I usually yeah. like tag the boss, and I'm I'm white mage. I tag the boss, and then just try to generate hate with overhealing, and you get gold, and you get all the re- rewards for that. So. Anyway, they've added Allian Tombstones of Astronomy, so you can only get 450 a week. I already have guilt that I didn't manage to cap last week, and I'm raiding, so oh. I feel like I'm the weakest link now. You know, Carrie and I have always been like, when you're going to raid, you show up with the best gear you can get, and you have mm-hmm. potions in your Bring foods, food. and then I'm just like, and then I'm like, I only have old food, and Belle's like, here, Moth's have Moths coming <laughs> out of your bag. Moths coming out of my bag. Uh, you know, it's, it's like I forgot how to be prepared. Bell gave me a few food just to get me through the first night. <laughs> it's just, well, he's just like, here. I'm such a fucking scrub at this point. I have not run a roulette since I got back into the game. That's You can't. You haven't unlocked them all. I know. Oh, no, you can't You can't do expert. You might be able to do other roulettes. I can roulettes. do other roulettes, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so far. I haven't even run the normal pandemonium yet. That's how sad yeah. and pathetic I am. But I'll get there. I'll get, get there, there soon. You'll get there. Well, and then when you're ready to do raiding and EXs, we should just set up parties whenever you can do it. And I'll come with you. Awesome. Yeah, I'll come That'd to be that. Fun. Yeah. All right. But you can only get 450 a week. This is the same as usual. You can you cap out at 2,000. And you can only get it after being level nine, 90 with one Disciple of War of Magic. Blah, blah, blah. Razzet Han has the NPCs to let you turn turn um, stuff from tombstones into gear. Uh, one thing that is very important, and this is a game changer if you're used to gearing up and getting your tome weapon, is you only need 500 mm-hmm. uh, tombstones of astronomy. It used to be 1,000. It was so much. You'd have to like, well, you probably still have to calculate, but it's like, You'd like wanna you have to you have to find out how how much can I spend before I have enough of the weekly items is it seven of the weekly items plus the tombstone to turn in to get your yep. weapon. It's just terrible. Ugh, that's I forgot. I have to actually still run weekly stuff to to get this. But five hundred it it's, it makes it so much easier to at least gear up other stuff. I thought I always thought a thousand was a bit much. And as per usual, I'm not going to read them, fam, but Allegan Tombstones received for completion of duty roulette has been adjusted. Basically, they used to give you X, Y, and Z tomes, or X and Y tomes, now you get other tomes. And they added the Savage stuff to Stone Sky Sea. Hey, guys. Great. Yeah. What's Stone Sky Sea in a short version? It's where you go to hit a striking dummy that does math for you. Oh. It figures out you basically have a timer. If you can beat the striking dummy, and you, you, I think you tell it which fight you're doing, right? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it in two years. And you tell it. I do it all the time. Yeah, you tell it. You tell it what fight you're f- facing. So it, it picks. I am assuming an HP or something, and then you have a timer, and either you kill it or you don't. And if you can't kill it, you probably shouldn't go to savage or whatever. Yeah, it gives you three, oh, minutes to, Is it three minutes to knock it out. Yeah, okay. it's it's in lieu of a DPS meter, right? So if you can beat it yourself, you know that you are qualified to go into the fight. It doesn't tell anybody else that you're qualified. I like it. But okay. you know that you're qualified. Cool, thank you. It's something anyway, right? Yeah, it's something anyway. And, you know, I, I have – the hard part is, is if you unless you run a super illegal third-party software parser, 
you can't tell at the free company house dummy if your black mage is doing decent DPS. Mm-hmm. So you you know the only way to really test it is to go to Stone Sky Sea, pick a fight, and then see if you can clear it or not. What do you mean I have to cast a fire spell? <laughs> I like the ice, ice mage. Ice mage forever. All right, new items have been added. I don't know, guys. I'm going to tell you a secret. I haven't really enjoyed pretty much any of the non-dungeon gear this entire expansion. Other than... because you've seen them all before, Yelta. Well, other... They're all yeah, reused uh, yeah. shits. But I, but I don't like them anyway. Mm-hmm. Other than I do like... like I, the, I like the, the 89 gear that you buy. Yeah, my 89 this, paladin yeah. gear is fucking adorable. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of these, I just... Not loving them. They are kind of samey from what I've seen since I've been back, for sure. Right. But what I'm kind of seeing is I wonder if they went with a theme that you can mix and match with other stuff or something. Because I, you know, I could see like these boots might go good with whatever. But I, and I hear a lot of discussion about weapon models too. A lot of people are just not super enthused about a lot of them. Maybe we're big babies or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it would take to make us happy, but. I'm so far not super impressed. (laughs) Maybe they're saving it, though, Anna. Could be. Uh, They added new recipes. Honestly, though, this this next this next image actually is kind of cute. That you know how they told us we can't have capes, but they still Mm -hmm. managed to give us cape 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 like things. I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this this outfit's really cute. I don't even know where this what this is from, but it's kind of adorable. I also kind of appreciate that it. I like dresses, but they actually made it pants on a girl also. And there's not like a weird boob window or anything, guys. I'm shocked. <laughs> just, right? It's just kind of like unassuming. I kind of also wish they would like, now I kind of wish that they're doing more of this, that they would do kind of the opposite, is do kind of the slutty version for both sexes. Just just make it toggleable or something. <laughs> Sexy red riding yeah, the cape. Yeah, yeah. Uh... That's right. That's right. I guess it's called the happiness set. <clears throat> happiness just, set? Okay. Just all happiness. I know it's called the cape, cape of happiness. So. Hmm. I really haven't dug. I I've still haven't dug into not that I would ever look at data mined stuff, but I but I haven't looked at any data mined stuff. Uh they added new master recipes. I actually bought one of the books today. Uh they added new mounts. They added new minions. Oh, is that a gold saucer one? Is that a gold minion? It is a gold minion. Is that one of the ones you buy for but millions it's... and millions of gil? I don't know. It's oh. definitely one of the moon Yeah. Boots. Sabotander something, probably. What would you think it was called? Lunar, lunar, lunar Tender? I don't lunar, know. Lunar Lunar Tender. Now I gotta know. I, of course, ro- it's a royal Luna Tender. And you, I don't know where it comes from. I don't see a purchasable. All right. Well, they have they have a couple of those the the gold mounts that you buy from somewhere, and they're like millions and millions of gil. Just it's just a flex item. Super gil mounts. Super gil sink. I own one of them, but then I bought it, and I'm like, why? I don't I don't really flex, so I do pull it out if someone else pulls it out, though. I'm seeing, according to Gamerscape, it's coming from the Excitatron. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That so, makes sense because that's vibrates. the moon. It probably vibrates. And does Thousand Needles, so. 
Switch. Uh, system adjustments, they've added achievements and titles. Uh, they've added, uh, well, they said they were going to do this. Uh, duty complete weekly reward unclaimed has been added to the party finder. So you can set your group to that. That's kind of important. That, I think I'm assuming that's to kind of battle that other problem where people are trying to get people to go into something that they've already gotten the rewards. Oh, and they resolve some issues. I don't even know what. <laughs> I'm jumping back for a moment so that ivy on the wall, it is a wall-mounted ivy mural. That item that was, you know, in the furniture. Oh, cute. Stuff. And and I'm a, and it's I wonder if it's dyeable and you could have it like different colors on your wall. Oh, I might need to check sweet. that out. Cuz I and I know that'd be kind of funny. That would they would use up a housing item slot probably, but it's cute enough as an accent. I I dig it. Now, all right, and they added a ton of. Oh, oh sorry, I was just going to say you could put that in the same room as your dancing pole. Have you seen this? Yeah, I've, I've seen the dancing <laughs> pole. I I was disappointed that it doesn't have any. I'm not needing interactions, but I don't think you can. I don't even think it has a hitbox, does it? Can you even lean against it? I don't or believe so. Oh. I don't think you could do anything yeah. with it. It's just decorative. But and it's definitely a dancing pole. This isn't just a pole they put in the game that's hee hee dancing. It says right in the fucking description something like The title is Dance Pole. The description is even seasoned adventurers may find that sensually swiveling upon this pole proves a challenge to their balance and brawn alike. Yeah, they're they're not there's no beating around the bush there. That's that's a stripper pole. <laughs> <laughs> But we shouldn't be that surprised, right? We we've been to the honeybee. Is it the honeybee? Mm-hmm. Place in Yulemore. Uh huh. Yeah. I wish that. I think that's the zone. I wish they would put back the original music. I think when you're first in, then the music's cooler. I don't remember. Anyway, announcing the Final Fantasy XIV Online Edition of Panasonic's wearable immersive gaming speaker systems. This thing. I looked at the product website. It's interesting. I don't know if I need it, but it's interesting. Yeah. Right, it's it's a it, it it sits on your neck. There's a picture on the site of it on a person. Yeah, excuse me. It sits on your neck and I and 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 gives you the sounds. I think it's probably great. Yeah. Um, I've never used a product like this before, but you know they've done a lot of great things for the sound recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that whatever changes they have made for sound or whatever changes are causing problems there are a lot of there's still a sound what, bug yeah audio popping issues is what people are calling it to me it's audio dropping issues is where i i, I don't hear pops i go into largely congested areas and the sound just cuts out and, and comes mm-hmm. back in i don't know if that's what they mean by pops or if they're actually hearing audible popping noises but some change has caused that. Now, there has been some research. I've seen some some people t- saying that it's CPU. Uh, if it's a very heavy CPU usage, it, it would cause that. But it wasn't happening before. Um, whatever changes they've made, I don't know if it's because they're – because they made changes that will – work with products like this it's also causing other i don't i don't know enough about it or or whatever there, but there's definitely I, an uptick in uh audio issues because i you know occasionally the game the game has always had a problem especially if you change your uh game output in game it, it drops it a lot but there's been like random it drops the sounds which sucks especially because you can't just reboot and come back in 
But this this could be cool. I mean, sometimes I get tired of my um, headphones being on my ears. And there's mm-hmm. no one else nearby, but I don't know. I don't know what it costs because it's all sold out and I can't find any information on what it costs. Uh, sale of the product will commence in February. Oh, okay. It's just listed as sold out. Right, right. I, I questioned that as well and I, I was like, wait, something's wrong. I'd be curious if it actually sounds good. Not that my ears probably... I I, I sometimes, though, don't like have having big headphones on my ears um this is tmi but i get like little pimples around my ears sometimes <laughs> and i wear and i wear big i have i have gauged ears so i wear like big earrings and sometimes they hurt hmm. yeah i'm I, is i would love that this also had a microphone in it i haven't looked mm. at any of the product specs because i would use this over a headset at times if it was clear enough um i don't know if it would if it would actually work that way but i think it's a i think it's a cool idea i was thinking about when i'm having to play and i know that my significant other who also plays is not as far in the main Mm storyline as i am and i have to put on the headset and my ears get sweaty so yeah you know it would be nice to tone it down enough that i could hear it but it was still comfortable to me and nobody else could hear it. So Yeah. Well, and I'm usually in a completely different room than anybody else, so it wouldn't be a problem mm-hmm. for I I would worry um cuz I use a separate mic. I I wouldn't want this audio coming from the sound device to get picked up by the mic. That's that would bother me. That's true. I wonder if you can use this with other things. Like what's the What's the input on the like? What's on the end of it? What's the male connector? What what can mm-hmm. I? Plug oh, this what do you into? plug? Is it a USB connection? Yeah. Or? Can I plug it into, or is it just like an like an audio like audio jack like a headset? Again, I use this with other devices. I'm sure those questions. Could oh be no, it says it has a I microphone. It. it says a lightweight wearable speaker system for gaming with built-in high-performance echo canceling microphone. Well, there you go. This might be. You know, if this isn't if it. this isn't two hundred dollars, I might give it a try and see huh. you know and if, and if it's you know if it's if, if, if it's cool i i wouldn't mind being like this is amazing and 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 tell people about it hmm. yeah i might have to look into that once they're for sale and and see if they're if it's something that maybe i'd like because yeah i don't my yeah my ears get sweaty and then i get like pimples around my pretty much everywhere the headphones touch my face <laughs> you know it's just a thing and you get a cool box with meteor on the cover. <laughs> All right, let's see. What are we at? Oh, the fi- the soundtrack. The soundtrack's coming out. Yes. Um, Endwalker Final Fantasy XIV original soundtrack arrives February twenty third. I can't even remember if I pre ordered this. I should probably go look. I think I'm I like- a soundtrack behind. Yeah. Okay. I try to buy all soundtracks. I don't even usually open the package half the time, oh, really? but I like, no, I don't even, I, I usually, I usually have, you know. Well, I, 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 I like to rip their, their version off of mm-hmm. it and I, I plug it in to, to, to rip the music so I can play it in the car, put it on whatever device I've got. I'm, I'm behind on the physical. I bought the digital, so I have all the digital up to, up to date. So I need to, uh. I need to put this on my calendar because this is definitely something I want. You get a cool minion, the Vitra minion. Yeah. So that's uh, 
That's pretty sweet. I've pulled up the uh, special site, which is also one of those special sites that are very heavy and they, got loading. They, they, they get a little carried away with their graphics sometimes, I think. But it's I, got I, a 62 tracks. Um, oh, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a, that's a lot that's on is there. Is it a Blu-ray this time again? Uh, I would believe so. There's bon- I'm clicking on the bonus. It's fl- Yeah, oh, it says Blu-ray. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes they put videos and stuff on here. I don't know if that's. I, I have popped a oh, couple movies. of the blue. Yeah, I've, I've, I've popped a couple of the uh, Blu-rays in before, and they actually are. Um, they've got like n- neat visuals and stuff. Yeah. So uh, remains to be seen here. I can't figure out where where they say that, but a lot of tracks on here. Um, all good shit. So buy it. It's cool. It says uh, bonus video recording of the Primal's live performances from the Fan Fest. 2021 in china Hell that's yeah. oh okay that's different oh my god okay so one of my problems with the square enix store is that does it make everybody else sign in like twice every time you want to yes. do anything yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. okay not just me i wanted to go see if i've already ordered it while we were talking but well and they recently but, you know. changed a bunch of stuff in there and it looks weird now but i need to use my points but all the shit sucks Right now. <laughs> There's nothing really that I <laughs> It's want. not really good. I wanted, I want, like, I wish they put the face masks. I'd buy a fucking face mask if they oh. put the 14 ones in there, but I just got a shit ton of points. I need to spend them. I, I lost one of my, um, emails, I think. Mm. So I, I have, I used to log in as a diff, something different. And oh. now I'm, so I lost, like, everything for, like, how many years? Oh shit! But they <laughs> so did merge something at one point. They changed some. They changed something. I can't remember when this was. It was years ago. Well, they... well, now I can sign in. The same, Maybe that was Nintendo. This, well, now I can. I can now um, sign in with the same credentials as signing into the game. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, there's an extra track. Endwalker Chiptune version. Hell yeah! Oh. I'll take that. Yeah. So yeah, I need. I need to get this. Also, the uh, in-game bonus item is a wind-up. Is it Vritra? Mm-hmm. That's Vitra. okay. So goddamn cute, cute. Cute. All right. What else do we got? We have All Saints, Endwalker. Blah blah blah. No, some, some someone copied and pasted. Oh, it's all gone to shit. Well, it's All Saints Wake. We know that. Yeah. All Saints Wake. Control Z. It might have been uh, me. January twentieth. Right. Yeah, All Saints Wake begins January twentieth at twelve a.m. and it runs till February second. And the first thing I notice is this is a fucking clown. <laughs> I don't like clowns. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know. Well, and this, this is, is not a happy looking clown. No, he's creepy no. and this is intimidating. Cute. Although his little ghosty buds are really cute. Oh, those little. Okay, so let's let's go to the actual uh, site website. If you click on the, the terrifying art, um, mm-hmm. this starts in Gritania, level fifteen. You have to have done. It's probably pirates. Uh, the event items are a clown's hat, a clown's top, a clown's short gloves, a clown's bottoms, and a clown's boots, and a modern cosmetics clowning around. That is the face paint. That's so cool. Is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't no no thank you. The other two though. Um the other two though, I I actually okay, I don't really like the pumpkin flower vase cuz that's weird to me, but the haunted pumpkin set is yeah, so cute. cute. 
It's so cute. Yeah, the mixed colored pumpkins uh, really, they look really good in this photo. They yeah. really like, do. Realistic. It's great. I am a fan of this clown outfit. In fact, one of the comments that I read on the forums that I think was the best was, this is the perfect Blue Mage outfit. And I agree. <laughs> this would make great Blue Mage okay, material. I hope, you can t- I hope you can toggle the nose. I'm hoping that the hat... The nose is toggleable off because that I can see that hat being used. Agreed. Now there is right. the for casters. There is the top hat that we got it back in two point that oh, you a can long wear. Time that, ago, yeah, yeah. But you can get that with like I think Allied Seals, pretty pretty cheap yeah. at the Grand Company. So uh, anyway, I think it's a mix and matcher. Um, I think it's got some good potential. The boots, maybe the pants itself. Um, I think it's got potential, and it's fucking creepy. Also, I've read that a lot of people are excited about the face paint, not so much this face paint, but the potential for other face paints in yeah. the future. Yeah, uh, they, they haven't given point. us te- they haven't really given us face paints as rewards, have mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. I, what long, long ago did was the spider web one you could get? Was there? Maybe. Was that? I think way long time ago. I thought one of them was one you. I don't remember though. So opens the door potentially for more yeah. face paint options. Yeah, I, and that's good. You know, a lot of people use. I think I use the rosier cheeks is what I'm using for a face paint, or something. Maybe I don't use anything at all. I can't remember. Or and eyeshadow. I won the uh, I won the Bat Minion from uh, doing <gasps> you normal bastard! versions of. Uh, <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, so bats. I can't wait to to have it from from Pandemonium. There's a Bat Minion that drops on the fourth fourth floor so uh I, yeah i put that put that sucker on my shoulder during mm-hmm. all sense way get spooky there's a <laughs> lot of people excited that it's coming around uh like people forgot that we missed it and that's yep. like wow yeah halloween's here yeah and, and, and as much as i'm like eh, it's january and february i'm still i'm still ready for it i still i still want it I, it's not the right season but i don't even care i yeah. I, I love all Saints Wake, and I love Halloweeny things. I hope the story is some years. The story has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. We still don't know, you know. There's always, always some sort of like little evil plot, and yeah. yeah. This <laughs> poster so makes stuff. me feel like it's going to have a good story think, to it. Well, there's, you know, I'm assuming there's something because they're not just going to be like, "Hello, clown, right. goodbye." You know. I wonder if that's why they I can't I kept hoping it was something interesting because they didn't just push it in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just delay it a little bit. I'm assuming they delayed it this much because it's a thing. All right. We've been talking for an hour now, but I think I think it's time Talk about the big news, our impressions of Endwalker, all the spoilers. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have more to talk through the weeks and the months to come, but uh, oh, yeah. just kind of our initial our initial stuff, initial thoughts. So uh, I think I think Ruby uh, put this together. Uh, yeah. We kind of talked last time about the early story up to Garlemald, you know, a little bit. I know we talked a bit about kind of the 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 tragedy of it all, um, the horror, <laughs> the mm-hmm. sheer panic the that panic. something was going to happen, yeah, that something bad was going to happen, and the 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 real sense of urgency and the annoyance of having to try to follow small children through the wreckage and not be seen, and how annoying that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, were there any other thoughts about? I actually Darum had a few things before that. Even yeah. like 
Well, one of my first thoughts early on, and it got answered later, but it was really bothering me. I'm like, why the fuck is Emmett Selk the narrator? Uh-huh. It was... Uh-huh. You texted me! You're like, why? And I'm like, it kind of makes sense later. I, I said, I, my, my, I took notes on this. I said, why is he the narrator? He's a little less motivational than our past narrators. And I said, although his voice makes me smile, I love his sarcasm and his biting humor, but what the fuck was basically where I was at. And then, of course, later on, it makes perfect sense. But, yeah, that 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 kind of got me, Emmett being the narrator, because it's always it's always a. I mean, who have our past narrators been? Right. I mean, allies. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Allies. Always true allies. Count for Tom. That kind of Exactly. Thing. So, yeah, this is that was pretty funny um yeah that was the one i wanted to say about that is that that just struck me right away and it and it kept nagging me the whole time i'm like there has to they have to explain this and this is gonna make sense but that really got me i didn't have any major additional thoughts i don't know if i talked about last time that pacing seemed odd around this this part of the story i couldn't really follow the pacing so much it got better for me after we met rabbits and such but there there was an odd pacing up to this point for me uh but i think once you got to the tower got to the moon and got through that first fight i think it i think it kind of leveled out well so Unless did we talk about the Zot dungeon? That was not my favorite dungeon ever. We didn't really talk about yeah, rats and hands a little bit. I think the synopsis was that was like, it wasn't blah, blah. our favorite dungeon. It was rehashed music. Yeah, Final Fantasy Four, but it's kind of rehashed music. We talked a bit about the debate with Anima and the sisters, how they kind of put them as the they're, forefront. They're there, but they totally but they're not the EX in. fights, right? Yeah. yeah, they felt totally shoehorned into me. They didn't seem to match the dungeon. Yeah. I don't know. I will say, you know, Nidhana, the elephant woman, her getting sucked into that wall of Zod was <gasps> horrific. completely terrifying. It was predictable. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you could kind of see that coming, but it was still terrifying watching it happen. Well, and the and the Magus sisters make sense because, uh, like the other summons going on in the tower, you know, you do spend a lot of times talking to NPCs about their god, and it's them, and they've been, you know, of course, you know, used for nefarious purposes in this dungeon. But I, I just do not enjoy that dungeon that much. And then, um, let's see. Garlemald to the moon. It's been too long. I can't even remember happens in there. We did the fight. We, we got we on go, the train. We, well, we go then, to, we go to the we go to the moon through the tower. Yeah, yeah. Or through not the tower through um. Well, I guess it is because it's the tower it's of Babel. Tower? Yeah. 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 So 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 we basically get beamed up to the moon, and then there's some pretty interesting stuff at first, and then I don't know about you guys, but then they're like, "Yo, now fight Zodiac, go." It was so like, fast. What? It was so <laughs> abrupt, and it was over so quickly. I, mm-hmm. For something we have been hearing about for how many years, it, it it shook me how fast it was. Like, it really did. It was like, that was, no matter what they did there, though, it was almost going to be anticlimactic, right? 
Yeah, well, and I'm like, okay, if they did this here now, I can't even imagine what we're going to do now. You know? Yeah. I th- that, and it was good. It was good, though. It was good. And I th- this is where we started getting, like, what's the real story going to be? We got, we got I think, a bit of the Ammon stuff right, like, after the, the first tower. But we really, like, we got some serious Ammon introduction. What, what the fuck was really going on? How he got recruited and, um, you know, uh, he's just bent on destruction he just doesn't care uh we don't understand all of that just yet but uh the fact that he's like zodiac ain't moving i'm gonna be his heart now because i just don't give a shit and let's just but his his whole goal was to die like he's like i don't care if it's you or xenos that kills me whatever but at the end of this the whole point was to remove Zodiac from the I want to die, picture. and he really wanted to take everybody So everybody out. else can experience, because I guess I somewhat remember why the fuck all this happened to, in, to begin with, and let's just take it back. So, uh, yeah, pretty wild. I guess it's a change of voice actor there. I thought at first it was the same guy doing both voices, but, you know, there's that Asai voice, the annoying Fendaniel up and down kind of voice, and uh-huh. it's like, you're not Kefka. But then when he becomes Ammon and it's that angry, sharp, like, okay, this guy I like. Give me more Ammon. Fuck that other guy. Although we do get to see Asai show up one more time. We'll get there. But yeah, I, it was I, interesting. I don't like him. I He does not do much for me. My notes on that were Fandaniel equals Ammon equals still a douche. That was all I wrote about him. <laughs> So the voice change wasn't enough for you. Didn't do it for me. (laughs) Well, I think, and I think, really, what they're trying to do there, in my mind, anyway, was to like actually tie the threads together. That you know, the uh, uh, Asians equal the. My brain is shut off. Uh, Final days. (laughs) Just, just that they all, they all, they all touch each other, right? (laughs) Okay, I'm with it. What's the word I'm thinking of? Oh, there's gonna, the there's gotta be some art the, somewhere of that. Exact <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Thing. I'm sure. I what is it, rule 34 my, of Asians? <laughs> but yeah, the, the Asians and the, uh, who are the guys who made the Crystal Tower? Uh, Allegans. Allegans. Yes. The Asians and the Allegans and the Garleans. It's always Allegans. It's, it's always been the Asians from the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. But it does also give you that little – and I can't remember. I may be mixing up cutscenes, But the one where Ammon is saying like, hey, Emmett Selk came to me in the third astral era and was like, you're the true fan Daniel and like talked me into doing this shit you know, and gave me the memories of fan Daniel or whatever. And it's like Emmett Selk been recruiting every fucking major – empire from the jump like once they figured out how to do these this is a question for the lore gods i guess if we ever do if we ever get some lore gods on the on the podcast mm-hmm. is, we have to invite every, some lore gods is oh Email lore us. gods come to us um did did emmett sell create every damn empire that on the on the source that was of any consequence in order to allow the other Asians to fuck around on all the shards 
uh, and Emmett Selk's main I job. I saw was... this Doctor Who episode two nights ago. It's the City of Death. Okay, yeah, that's a fourth <laughs> Doctor episode, right? Or is that a fifth Doctor? Fifth. Anyway. Fifth. <laughs> all right, and and all of that was very interesting. And uh, uh, what did you guys think of the zone of the moon itself? I kind of liked that it was desolate and barren. And occasionally a little bit annoying to move around Mm because there was a lot of, like, fissures and stuff. But once you got flying, it seemed fine. I like that it wasn't huge. But what the fuck about the dog? I That's another one. I am not an Argos fan, and I don't get it. It it bothered me. It seemed out of place all the way through the whole storyline. I, I didn't get it at all, other than Minfilia is a dog. Like, it's it's Minfilia. It's got the braids. It's got the blue eye. It's like, was Minfilia always some inspiration from Argos? Is Argos in all Minfilias? Is there a Minfilia born on every shard <laughs> and never, every source? I never, and, I never I made never that parallel at all. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, go look at the dog. Go look at Minfilia. The braids, the blue eyes. It's, I mean, Minfilia's a bitch. What can I say? I, I I did one one thing about the dog. Now they could. I, I think for me they could have done Argos, but I didn't like the design of the dog. I think. Yeah. It felt out of place, right? I don't. I don't know why it felt out of place. I didn't What's enjoy it. Just for nuts connection to the dog anyway maybe I just overlooked. Well, she, I that. think she made it, wasn't it? Well, her yeah, it was a, minion. It was her uh, familiar or whatever. Familiar, but. yeah. But you know, and I and I think that that character is fine, but I just didn't like the way they visually represented it. I did like how she's like he doesn't like anybody, but he likes you, and I like how they later come first full circle on that. Yeah, yeah they did explain. Yeah, oh, he's familiar with you. That's you know. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, it just made sense. It was really neat. Um, that yeah, that was the only thing I had there. I did like it was very barren and. I did have trouble getting around there. Um, it is the only zone that I did not get flying in right away. I left that zone without having unlocked all the things because I could not figure out how to get to one, stupidly. But <laughs> I did go back and get it later, and it wasn't that big a deal. But, yeah, it's a, it was a little frustrating how they have it twisting and turning in different spots there for you to get around. But it, it, I think it also, though, was in a good way, sort of led to the foreign feeling of the place. Mm-hmm. It made it, made it feel uh, kind of dangerous. It kinda, it's kind of like inconvenience kind of was part of the storytelling. I didn't mind it. There were a couple times I'm like, oh, I can't walk over there. There's a line. Yeah. But then it was, mm-hmm. but then, you know, it gave you that feeling of when you later were freed up to fly. I'm like. Aha, it feels good. If it made it made getting flying feel better. I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. I didn't feel like they made you walk areas that had all those fissures and stuff. They they pretty much led you on with the dog and all that to mm-hmm. to get places. So, and by the time you got flying, it wasn't as bad. You weren't like, I can't make this jump. I can't get over this thing. Yeah. 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 Well, and I was. I think I was probably trying to get to. Um, ethereal currents i had no business getting to yet mm. that might have been part of my problem guys we have to talk about the loperets i, I was gonna say and then we finally made it all the way n- north and the loperets were there and oh my god they i don't like cute things too much but i i love them i think we talked about this last week i they're they're so cute but at the same time they're not just cute they're very earnest in their plan they're very uh 
they know what they're doing. Some of them are goofy. They definitely have a goofy side. But they're they're smart and funny and and just I don't they're just so they have no guile. They're just mm-hmm. genuine. They're just Yeah. And Living Way had sarcasm, too. Not most of them had sarcasm, but Living Way definitely had some sarcasm, and I enjoyed that. I loved that the expressions of the scions the first time they see the the bunnies is the funniest. (laughs) It's one of the funniest things in the whole expansion, I thought. Just they, they zoomed in on, like, all of the faces, and all of them were just stupefied. It was so good. And then on uh, top of that, they had all that traditional battle-winning Final Fantasy music oh in there. Oh my god! Yes. Oh, all of the zones, all of the fights, every that it just felt so old school Final Fantasy. It was great. Hey, I I wrote a quick Lopperit joke. You want to hear it? I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So the Lopperits were all lining up. They were doing their uh, annual audit. They lined all the Lopperits over, and they were like. <sighs> We've counted a million times and we're missing one. We don't know which one it is. And they said, well, I guess we'll have to get Living Way to come. Living Way knows all the Lopperits, so they call Living Way over. And Living Way says, you're missing one. They said, yes, you know all the Lopperits. Can you name which one it is? And Living Way says, no fucking way. And then they found fucking way. He was in his hut still <laughs> sleeping, so they brought him over. And they were able to make the uh, make the full count. The end. I, I have, I, I wow. have, I have seen fucking, I have seen fucking way memes before, but Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. I just uh, think it's so funny. I saw this, somebody put no fucking way, and I was like, oh, that's funny. That's too good. That's too good. That's too bad and too good. I love that they all have their little names. You got living way and mapping way and singing way and like and all. Well, of their- and even pudding way didn't annoy me. Pudding even way. pudding yeah. way didn't annoy me somehow. It's cute. Oh my god! Putting way later, running around like a little zombie because he's hungry when he comes to Earth—not Earth, but Etheris. 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 Yeah, that was just—they all had their own very specific personalities, and you could say they're though they all look the same. Yes, and (laughs) they were. The thing is, they all had their own thing, but they weren't really one-dimensional either. They had a little bit of. If you do any of the side quests with them and when you're doing like the flight quests and you learn a little bit more about a few of them, it's just, it's really fun. They're a really fun race. I love how at this point in the story, they're just so offhand about, well, when the plan is gone, not, not that we would resist that, just that the plan is we're going to take everybody away and it'll be okay. That's just, you know, you know, when the, you know, impending disaster happens, just, you know, matter of fact, I don't know why, but that just kills me. Oh yeah! I, I really can't wait. Honestly, I cannot wait till I'm bored on Yalta to go do the story on my uh, my alt. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, and then so we deal with the moon. I can't even remember what we finished doing there. Well, they what were like, ha ha ha! Now the final days are upon the planet, and they're like, hey, guess what? The uh, jungle's burning. So uh, oh, that's right. That was the next dungeon. Yeah, yeah. So we, so we head back to uh, Thavnir, Razet Han. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's where we had Vitra's uh, Satrap reveal. And I think we talked two weeks ago that I don't think any of us were super surprised that there was something sauce about that little boy. And uh, yeah. I, But I, I thought it was cool, though. I thought it was good. It was a sweet little story arc. Like, it, it was cool. And it was, it was the right spot for Astinian, too, right? Mm-hmm. This is where you saw 
Estinian really come into the story because they had that dragon bond. Yeah. Yeah, Estinian was like, I totally felt that, but I couldn't figure out why. Mm-hmm. I well, also, I liked this part. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I also liked, it's a sort of offshoot of that, but they went into a lot of history of the dragons, and it made it much it reminded me of what was going on when I got into a later zone and I was talking to the dragons and you realize, oh, fuck, these are descendants of the dead dragons. You this know? is all connected. Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I like that they went into some of that, you know, sibling of race Valgar and Nidhogg and the youngest of Migar's Homer's kids and, you know, his eyes with, with Varshan. And they, they just went into a lot of the detail there to remind you of you know, these dragons weren't always here, and these are all, all the dragons around here are related to these dragons, you know? So right. it's just neat. Well, and Vitra was the last of the first brood, right? He's the one we didn't mm-hmm. know. Yes. Right, we know we know the whole first brood now. Uh, I, I, I kind of was laughing because I hadn't quite, I was a little slow on the uptake. So way earlier, I was like, Charlene, they're to- they've gone total prepper. And then I went to the moon and met the Loperitz, and I'm like, okay, there's an escape plan. It it took me a little longer to figure out. I figured it out before they told me, but it took me a little while to figure out it's the same plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then and then and you know it was it was very it was very interesting. I I picked up on it, but there are. I was gonna wait till the end to tie it all in a bow, but there are some similarities between. Uh, Charleyan's plan and Heidelin's plan, and how Charleyan has the the mind. Like they, Charleyan knows. Okay, let's look at Labyrinthos. This is the parallel. Labyrinthos has all the plants and it's got all the life and it's got all that, but Charleyan has no like life. Like they have no heart. They have no emotion. It's just the plan. Mm-hmm. But they the plan is right, but it's just the plan. Where the Loperets are like. All heart and all do like they want to do good, and they do. And their trees look like shit. It's not right, <laughs> and they, all the stuff it looks wrong. So they're kind of like two sides of the same coin. Um, and I think that's what kind of clued me in. It was sometime around the carrots, something mm-hmm. about the carrots, and I was like, wait a second, this is the same shit. Well, it was. It kind of felt like the maybe not quite, but kind of the experience versus wisdom thing. You know, mm-hmm. the Charlians had the experience of living on the planet. The Lopperts had the wisdom of how to create, you know, a, a place for everyone to live. But they needed both of them to make something functional. Uh, yeah, it, it it was very interesting to me. Just everything about running around with them and seeing what they had created. It was more and more both comical and endearing. Mm-hmm. All the way around, I loved it so much that that whole thing. But yeah, once once they're back on planet, oh God, what were we talking about? So the what the fire jungle dungeon or Yelta called it something right. along like California wild it's California wildfires, but right. it's Vanaspi Vanaspiti Vanaspi dungeon, whatever. It's California wildfires. That reminds me, I'm, I'm looking forward to. I saw on Twitter some people that uh, were of. Uh, Indian heritage, Indian descent, 
Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? They they wanted to get together and and talk. Somebody wanted to get a bunch of people together and talk about. I think they were going to produce some content. That's so awesome about what they thought, right? Because I've seen overwhelmingly positive. It's been pretty positive. When I was watching it, I wasn't sure, and not and I I of course know pretty much nothing about Indian culture. Yeah, I, I work with a lot of uh, programmers overseas, and you know I, I hear their voices and their accents and stuff. So I I kind of felt like some of the the speeches sounded like actual authentic, you know, you know. But you know, I remember playing through that zone, being like, "Is this offensive or not? Is is this cultural appropriation or is it representation? You know what I mean? Yeah, There's yeah. That's that what I talked about that a little bit. Yeah, sure. we talked about that a bit. So. Uh, I was actually very relieved to see that it was uh, widely welcomed and that yeah. people didn't feel like they were used as a prop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I think Stormblood caused some feelings of that. It, it, I, I've seen the, the phrase uh, whitewashed uh, Lakshmi. Oh, okay. Uh, used yeah, a lot. yeah. I had read a little about that too, yeah. But back to this part of the the zone or that, there was one part that got me more than anything, almost in the whole um, expansion. And that is where the woman is run- Matsya is running with a baby, and she's like hopeless and running, and the creatures are gonna get her, and mm. then fucking Astidian stomps down. Best thing in the whole fucking thing. Best. Yeah. I loved that so much. I, I thought they were going to kill her. They just killed off like a whole bunch of people right behind her. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, they're going to kill this baby and that's going to be the darkest this gets. And I, if that's the darkest this gets, that's horrible, but I might be okay. <laughs> you know? And I was yeah. like, and then. Well, let's talk for a second great. about the the whole thing going on here is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not like a zombie apocalypse where you have to get bit. You just have to be scared and feel hopeless to the point of being transformed. It's horrifying. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of kills me. Is like Carrie, Carrie and I were talking about something earlier in the game, and we're like, "Well, it was no. Oh, what was her name who turned in in Shadowbringers?" Mm-hmm. We're I like, can see her. "Well, oh, yeah, yeah." We're like, "It's no." We said her name at the time, but I'm too drunk at I'm, this point. Yeah, I'm not remembering. But um, we're like, it's no whatever. But then they like slapped us with like three things by this point, where which sure. was just like how just being afraid can make you a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. That's a truth. And that's yeah. well, everything's dropping around. That's a thing. It's like you do, how do you keep your control over your emotions while everybody around you is dying and turning into a monster. I mean, yeah, there's like a and you're being attacked like by monsters. family yeah. turns. Yeah, that yeah. family, oh my gosh, yeah. Mm. Uh also uh, somewhere around all of this was also like when the the previous satrap, the pretend one, got eaten. And I was like, yes. oh, shit. Yeah. That was right <laughs> they before that. Just, ate, he, yeah. They just got straight up gobbled up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but it, just, it was wild. Yeah, they and got, then I, this was the darkest it got, I thought, was like <laughs> that it was, whole it, region. It was pretty dark. It was the darkest, primal, terrifying they got. Yes. I think some other stuff got way more, like, 
I don't know, nihilism, but. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, that oh, whole yes. thing yeah. is, I mean, that's, you know. A huge theme. Huge. Yeah. Nihilism. Yeah. And we had, we had other scary, you know, when we got into not our skin, you know. In from yeah, the yeah, that, that had was, a oh, definite horrifying. Stuff. Yeah, they 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 had some really good emotional like, and not like sappy emotional, but like terror and despair. The power of dynamis, like that too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they made us feel quite a few times, and not just the sad feels. They made us feel urgency. They made us feel loss. They made us feel worried. Panic. I felt worried. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Alphano had a speech about everyone should just chin up and 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 see through. I don't. I honestly have kind of. An, I, I might have stayed up too late uh, that day. I don't remember much between there and actually going to Elpis. <laughs> we had to go talk to the uh, to Elidibus in the Crystal Tower. That's right. To figure out what the next place. That's where, right. Where yeah. I'm like I, I couldn't remember what got us there. It's it's been a while. Yeah. But the dungeon there was the that that we'll talk about that in a minute. So, Elpis, we we learn we we meet Hermes. Well, first of all, we show up and we're not even hardly there. We're just basically a shade at that point. Yeah. And was it was it Emmett Selk magicked us up to full bodiness? Yes. Yeah, he gave us a dose of the aether to make. Yeah, us- he gave us the D. Yeah, <laughs> which is what everybody wanted that they were waiting for that moment. But yeah, but I also like that they gave us robes and they're like wear this because it'll be suspicious. But meanwhile, I'm a fucking lot left out. Do you have the f- I same felt feeling? The You're same like same way. Still? I really did. But the, but then it, they also played it off at least for Alalafels. They're like, "Are you a familiar?" And we're like, "Yes." Where yep. seems familiar. That's exactly what I said. I'm like, "Yes, absolutely." What you just said. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that okay, we did talk about those robes. That's the you know we were yeah. Being, uh, is it a is it a spoiler or not? And I think no because it's not specific to this expansion or this zone here. or this anything. It tells you nothing, right? Yeah. Wearing it is like oh, something you do rewards you with robes, so you know something's going to happen. So I can kind of see where something there is a spoiler, but at the same time, until you got there. This is this is kind of the part where you went. Yelta told me to write something down that I said, and this is what I wrote down. I mean, if it was emblazoned with "I went to Elpis and all I got was this lousy sophist outfit," then I would then it would be a bigger issue. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I like, forgot about yeah. that. It's like no, it it doesn't say I got this when I was talking to Emmett Selkin, you know. Right. Also, Vinat is fucking Heidelin, and you know, it's like no, just having it it does is not a spoiler. I, I really don't think so. We have known about this outfit and these characters and their people. We knew since we were the beginning deal with of them. the fucking game. This is not. Yeah, a spoiler. We knew we were going to deal with them. We have seen the outfit before in promotional materials and in some of the end cutscenes of uh, Shadowbringers. Right, some of the end cut scenes you saw the not, so you know it's not super unheard of. You would have gotten this outfit, but I can also see the argument for. But I, I, I didn't really feel guilt wearing it in town later. No. So anyway, Hermes made a bird friend. 
a bird familiar. <laughs> that she is so adorable, by the way. Yes. Median is just yeah. completely adorable. Uh, Emmett and Hyde, Hyde whatever. Hithlodius, is it? Hithlodius. Mm-hmm. I can't say words. They're just, they're amazing through this entire oh section God. of story, right? And and then they, like, talk you into telling, they, they fig, they're they sus about you. Well, Emmett especially. Emmett is completely yeah. sus about you. They're, he's like, uh, how do you know this? Why are you here? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And those two, their chemistry between those two characters, spot on. They nailed it. They just made it so special and fun and not in a cheesy way though, but like they played off each other beautifully. They're like the unlikely friends that are actually the opposites that attract. They're they're so good for each other. Ruby, no one younger than us knows what the odd couple is. <laughs> but they make an odd couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's great. And, and and kind of the fact that Emma and him are uh, visiting here and they don't know anyone. So you actually – they get to tell – uh, Hermes has to show you around and, and, mm-hmm. and, and show everything. Um and and then, they're investigating. They're, well, they're yeah. not really investigating. They kind of are, but they're trying to – they want to ask they Hermes to, to come, become Fandaniel. Yeah, like but they also to wanted the to look around and, you know. You know, just make sure everything's on the up and up. And then there's one other that's Some shenanigans hanging happen. out. Yeah. And that's Vinod. We get to see her. And that's the that's the real turn. That's when she's like, you have my, you've got my ward on you. We've met before. Tell me everything that you know right now. And you're like, Ugh. Well, I think I that's the only them. reason. Well, I think that's the only reason they believe anything you say later, right? Yeah, true. You, you, they, they eventually make you spill the beans. They, you yep. say, you know, how many eons ago does this all happen? And this isn't a, this isn't a um, pocket dimension. This isn't some sort of like time warp bubble. This is you're actually in the past. Yeah, right. So everything you tell them. And you're even warned, I think, you're earlier. Warned. Yes. You're Violet warned events. earlier. Don't you? You know, you can't change anything or whatever. You don't tell them whatever. But but they they make you spill the beans. Well, and that's you, the thing you, too. And, that and they super early on, like super early on. I was, I actually, I think I, I texted Yelta. I'm like, this is rule one of fucking time travel. You don't, you know. Tell people what the fuck's going on with them in the future. Right. That's ridiculous. But right after that, they start talking about what is it, Kairos? How they alter and erase memories. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so we got this figured out. Already. See, I, I didn't fuck. make, I didn't I make didn't the connection at first. Oh, really? And I'm so no, I'm so dumb. Oh, after no, you it are happened, not. no, when I was in the dungeon and you get to the end, we'll talk about it in a minute. And then it happens. I'm like, a fucking course it does this. You know, I, I, yeah. I'm like, why would they even mention it if it wasn't a thing? But but I'm dumb, too. I didn't see it coming until we got to the end of it. And I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. Oh, God. that I wrote that down when it came out of their mouth. I'm like, OK, this is definitely going to come back. Yeah, I was that, kicking myself at I the end. I missed myself like, in like a million other spots. But that one I actually <laughs> did catch. That one, I, I missed like two big, big things in this whole thing. And, and that was one of them. 
I also thought it's such a tiny thing, but like they kept showing us the Heidelin flower, the Elpis flower, and the fact yeah. that that was the name of the place just. I was like, yep, no, it to- cool. uh, that one totally was something I knew for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really cool, though. I thought that was a nice way to tie it up. And I also like that, you know, like they started talking about Dynamis and stuff. Um, yes. But we already heard about Dynamis that they were introducing that to us back in uh, Ratsat Han with what? Mm-hmm. Akasha, Akasha. Yes, was that yes. She was talking about that you can't measure it, and it's like not and ether, it was but it's like speech. emotional ether, you know. Right. So yeah. I, I thought it was neat that they kept they kept reinforcing these things little bit by little bit along the way too. So I thought it was well done. But then uh, eventually, Midian gets a message from all her sisters. By the way, is Hermes an asshole? For making a bunch of Median and sisters and sending them out to the corners of the universe to find out why life is worth living. Yeah. Is he an asshole or did he just not even think that far? I think he just, I don't think he did it me. Well, not maliciously. No, I don't, no. That's my thing. There Their are society people has on, rules, though. There's, there's, there's people on uh, social media that think he was maliciously doing oh, it. Oh, God. No. I'm like, I think no, no, he, no. I think he was expecting. Uh, rainbows and sunshine to come exactly. back. Absolutely, I he think should... he was like, "Oh, go ahead." Oh no, he was expecting rainbows and sunshine to come back. But yes, somebody else just said, "I don't Ruby, I think, or, or maybe Carrie." About so, I was suspicious though when Median had been alive for a while and how long had her sisters been around, and he had never registered it with exactly. whatever. That, that and I'm like, this is this is going to go down bad. Uh-huh. Because they yeah. even said something about us being not registered as familiars, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, and they were like, mm, it's not a big deal, but make sure it happens on the next go-around. So that's what I'm saying. They had a society with rules. We knew from Shadowbringers that they had departments of – this creation magic and you had to put a patent down and obviously mm-hmm. Elpis is where they test their creations before unleashing them. So there was a whole series. They were the custodians of Aetherius and they knew that their creation magic had potential to do harm. So they have rules in place to do this. I don't think he was a malicious asshole. Yeah, but I, think I still he don't think he was malicious at this point. His – um. His point of view was grander than the others or that um, he was going to make some great discovery that the others had not. And he loved his creation, so he didn't want to see it. Like he had that lofty, we've been killing these creations that we don't see are worthy. Are we ourselves worthy? And who's the judge of that? My problem with that is you're not either. And I think that's what Emmett was saying. Like Mm -hmm. you're not our judge either. So don't – you can't judge us with your – that was the one Your thing medium. that kind of bothered me with what comes up soon is he he had this sanctity of life thing going on. You know what I mean? He was so mm-hmm. concerned about all of these things being destroyed and dying and he didn't agree that, you know, oh, it's an honor to be able to die and, you know, go on to the next place and the next great oh, adventure yeah, as whatever. Oh, yeah, as far as Asians he, were, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. had this huge respect for life, and then suddenly when his creations decided, nope, nope, we'll just kill everything, then suddenly he was twisted and okay with it. Now, I was just, I know. See, I, yeah. I got total Star Wars, vi- Star, Wars, Star Wars vibes from it, because, like, the whole, like, 
in the prequels, like Anakin Skywalker, was so worried about loss that mm-hmm. he's so worried about loss and pain and death that it right. warped him because he thought he could save everyone. Yep. You and the it words was that's mouth. you know that's okay. why, and, and that's why like initially you know the Jedi they're like you shouldn't love anyone over anyone else basically or that kind of thing, you know because you know pinning your I don't know emotional <laughs> I yeah. don't know it, loss happens and right. things die and and and, and a, a race that can basically create stuff with the snap of their fingers has to be able to also put down the things that aren't working out. Yes. And and there's some cutscenes where, you know, and some fun cutscenes where Emmett, you know, flies up and teaches something that isn't quite working right to fly again and, mm-hmm. and whatever. And, you know, should Never they have, up. should they have wiped that out? Was it really a failure? And, and Hermes, uh, uh, desire to not destroy the things to lose the things. I think it was the whole loss thing. He's so yeah. worried about losing something that it bent him out of shape. And which also bent into, well, we're, everybody's going to lose everything eventually anyway. And that's kind of what kind of happens to, you know, why even exist later. Right. Yeah. My final thought is it, it all stems from fear of death. There's two kind of themes where Vinat and many of them are saying, when my duty is done, I can rest, you know, or I, my duty is not done yet in Vinat's case. I'm going to keep going until I feel that that duty is done. But yeah. I plan on resting. Hermes had no plan on resting. He's His fear of death, I think, was the, is, the, is the great motivator. And then it's just everything that you just said, Yelta, all, all those things. You see it throughout the story where it evolves into nihilism. Um, and we yeah. see that throughout, especially to Ultima Thule. When we get there, yeah, the, the the fear of loss just blinds them or blinds some of them, and then Medea, she the stuff she found, just doubled down on that. She right. found only races that were done with the world. So, all right, and then we well, let's see, we did we then you know shit went bad, and then we did I don't even know how to say this because it's this Hyperbea dungeon that's uh it, it's in that zone in Elpis. I, I actually enjoyed that dungeon. Yeah. Uh, I the trust it's fun. I thought it was a fun, colorful dungeon. I like the fact that it kind of looked like a testing ground for creatures, which is absolutely was. And then, you know, we kind of wrapped it up there. Oh, wait, we wrapped it up there because some of them bitches don't remember what happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, cool like cutscene. Cool cuts. I love oh, no, the Hypholidaeus a- where he's like, I'm shooting this arrow. And then Emmett Zook's like, just kidding. We're going to blast a hole on this side. <laughs> and it was a really cool little trick. And then you had that really touching scene where he's like, I'm leaving my legacy to you, warrior of light. Mm-hmm. I'm entrusting you with this legacy of us, which is opposing the Emmett Silk we knew from Shadowbringers. That is, you don't deserve to carry yes. our legacy yeah it was it was it was very cool the whole thing was very very cool and very interesting and the cutscenes afterward and and this is one of the few times that amnesia is a story thing. it made sense it, it, it actually yeah as a, as a it, 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 it kind of had to right 
It made sense. They set it up earlier, though I missed it. And I honestly, the problem is I didn't think it could be used on conscious creatures, mm. right? Or people, creatures with like, you know, self-awareness or whatever. But, um, yeah. So basically it wiped their minds. They don't even remember they ever met you. Except for Vinat. Vinat. And she, God, yeah. She, yeah. She gets out with you and she's like, we, you know, you gotta go. And that's gotta, why you know her doggo. That's yeah. Right. Yep. That's right. You know, so, Ruby mentioned it earlier, but Vinat, when she recognized you or didn't recognize you, but recognized that we had her blessing and that, you know, oh, that cr- protects us from the corruption of ether and, you know, this, that and the other thing. And that's the blessing of, you know, when we figured out, oh, shit, she gave us the blessing of light. Is she Heidelin? Yeah. It was such a cool reveal. I, yeah. I thought it was really well done. I, I don't know. Were, were you shocked by that or did you figure it out by that? I mean, I kind of knew because the we saw the Lady of Light way earlier on the boat cut scene. So yes. I had already put some pieces together. I guess what really took me by surprise, and I'm still wrapping my mind around it, and this is something I got to get Lord God's uh, information, somebody to tell me, you know, up from down or whatever, is that the whole closed loop of the mind erasure thing, Vinat knowing the warrior of light, is it a closed repeated loop or is it just a closed one-time loop? And what I mean is, did Vinat in the distant past, regardless of the warrior of light, living, dying, anything, forget Crystal Tower and Eighth Umbral Calamities or any of that shit, but if we never existed, would she have still done what she did? My answer is yes. I think that this is a closed time loop that only happened once. That Vinat was always going to divide Zodiac into 14 pieces just because that was the thing to do to divide him but keep him – to divide his power but to keep the ward over the planet that was keeping the planet from going to hell. Yeah, she couldn't destroy so him, right? Yeah. yeah. And 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 I think that it just so happens that her dividing is also the right way for us to feel dynamis better. It just like it it just worked out that way that this is this is still the right path. So she always can continue to do the things she did and know what she's doing is right to move forward with it. But it doesn't create like this eternal loop that the warrior of light always has to exist to tell Heidelin to do the thing to create the warrior of light. In oh, all, yeah. In, she would have done my, it. One, it would have happened one way or the other. It, in my yeah. understanding, she's probably throughout history calling warriors of light, right? So she's always – she's putting wards on on people like – one of the – somebody at some time hopefully will be the one to help us to figure out whatever this thing is. It just so happens like the one – you know, you, the the true warrior of light, the Asm – one of Asm's shades or 14 pieces or whatever is is the one that answers the call. That's my understanding. I may I might be doing a little juking in my mind to make something work. I don't I just don't feel like it's a Final Fantasy 1 loop where it's just a loop after loop after loop after loop or like a Final Fantasy 8 if 
Ultimacia is Renoa kind of situation where it's just loop, 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 loop. I think it's kind of a one-time – we went back. We didn't fuck it up. Elidibus was right. You can't change it because it's hard – kind of like a Doctor Who thing, right? This is a hard thing in history. You cannot change this. But at the same time, you it's can't change it. Po- it's, a it's a fixed, a fixed point, point in time. That's it. Yeah. A fixed point. There's a really interesting um, post – uh, Ruby Ruby sent us a couple of threads that we're discussing on the forums about some of this stuff. And on one of the threads, it's called Endwalker was a great mess. There's a <laughs> there's a comment. Someone says that talks about this, says something about self-fulfilling prophecy. Unlike multiverse theory, Final Fantasy used linear linear in both Endwalker and the Alexander time travel escapades. Crystarium was multiverse, but many theorize that's because Omega added the dimensional travel elements to it. But self-fulfilling prophecy. Knowing the future changes the future unless it's already pre-written. Which means you always went back in time, you always met Vinat, always told her of the future, and always set her on the path she would follow. On the flip side... Vinat would set you on the path to go back and set her on the path. It's pre-written and set in stone fate. If you went back and didn't tell her or didn't go back at all, that's where the future would have changed as it's written. As it was written, you would tell her and then written, she would make you her champion. So basically it becomes a chicken or the egg thing. Did you tell her first or did Uh she name you her champion first? Mm-hmm. It's it's such an interesting thing to think about. It's an about. interesting thought. I don't exactly attest to that one. I think I don't either. I think the chicken would have happened anyway. But but uh, but I think it 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 fits in in such a nice way that regardless, you don't come up with um, different timelines out of this. It is mm-hmm. the same no, timeline. I, I think you end up with the same yeah, the same right. endpoint, the same destination, and that's right. and that's actually the most satisfying to me. Yeah, where yes. you can do past time shenanigans you can still feel like you have free will but honestly at the end the end point is already set it's it's a fixed it's a fixed thing mm-hmm. but 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 it was very enjoyable to play through it i think Definitely. i think i didn't i didn't, I didn't oh, yeah. I, it, it didn't give me feelings of i'm trapped i have to do this i wanted to do this this was a so. high point in the story like this is like I all right it, i feel sure. great about where the story's going now and I was a little confused what would happen next. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh, what happened next, though? We, uh, we 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 went back. We went back to Charlene. We went back to Labyrinthos. Uh, honestly, I can't remember hap- what happened next. That's when we demanded we talk to Mama. Yeah, we fulfilled all the stuff. We get to talk to Mama now, and they're like, "Okay, come talk to her." So, but in between that. They made us do a million fetch quests. Right. We ran around Labyrinthos, and I, I had this one scene that just totally – the music in Labyrinthos in that oh, section God. was high action adventure music. For too long. While I was looking at plumbing and water filtration. Oh, my I was God. literally looking at plumbing oh, and water filtration. I gotcha. Okay. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I this feels that. so wrong. It I just can hear it in my like, head right now. Yeah. It, was, it, it just didn't make sense. The music was good. It just wasn't good there. Like, that was one place where it really struck me as wrong. It, it felt out of context. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was one of those, like, they were trying to make the story feel urgent. Right what did there. I don't even remember what we had to do or prove to actually use 
the altoscope. Well, we had to get the metal the, for the 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 Allegan metal, and that was like get all the friends to do everything. Bring us shit from all right. over the world. Yeah. Oh, was that the cutscene where everybody showed up in the bay with all the stuff? And yeah, it's pretty guys? funny. Yeah. Yes. No, actually, I no, I cried. I love I'm like, I and they do this quite a bit in this game, and it apparently never gets old. Where it's like, here's where everyone you impacted their life, every race, every clan, mm-hmm. and they, they're gonna show up. Yes, they did that earlier. Um, we didn't talk about it, but was it Garlemald? Yeah, Garlemald. When the alliance all came together, I talked about how wonderful that was, and how like Fortem dancing in the bat, talking about dancing in battle, and all the <laughs> tribes from the steppe, and everyone there, and it, it was just. So good seeing that they're so good at playing with our heartstrings. Oh no, the callbacks—they're yeah. really good at callbacks, and they're really good about being like, "Here's all the people's lives you touched, so you can move on." I think it was also one of those like, if you had helped the Bosjan Alliance and you had helped other stuff, I think you got a little extra yeah. dialogue. Well, yeah. and I and I'd like to know if Carrie saw the Bosjan Alliance guys. They do because Cinna had not oh, okay. done that, and they show okay. up, but they don't get the extra line like where they say something about like oh, the Bosjan okay. Alliance thanks you for your you know helping us or something. Okay. Well, and I I, I like when you're recognized for being a healer or for, for being yeah. from Gadania or for being whatever or doing this kind of tent or the whatever. The Pagel dude does that. He's like as a well-experienced healer as yourself, we'll have no problem on the front line. Yeah. I love that. Very yeah, cool. but so yeah, so the guy I I noticed the guy from Bajja. <laughs> I noticed a lot of the guys. And in in from uh, Stormblood. The, one of the guys is the turtle guys that really hit me. They're yes. like, here, here's our relics. Mm-hmm. I love my ninja turtle friends, yes. But then the <laughs> pirates fighting with the, the, oh god, they're just oh, so Oh, the good. arguing, but it's kind of still, in a cute it's way. Still like, it's cute. Well, it's, it's, it's serious, but also, they don't hate each other. Right. Yeah, right? they're ribbing each other. They're ribbing each other. There's some sort of rivalry, yeah. but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, this So anyway, then, <laughs> so we're able to actually do the next dungeon, I think, pretty much at that point. So I liked this, the Altescape dungeon. I actually had to do it two or three times to really kind of take in a lot of the stuff. There's, this is, this is, I don't understand 100%, but it seems like after you go down from the crust of the planet enough, you get to towards the center and that's where the dead people are it's a little weird it's a little weird it's a little interesting and i you know i, I still i still want to go back or read someone else's uh, synopsis of what they thought but you know there there are people who die it one year i felt like that in the palace of the dead long ago you know someone show up who had died and you know there's you know they they died, but they're still there somehow. Right. And I I thought it was visually beautiful. Right. I it's still kind of a beautiful soulless loot tunnel. All of these really were Disney rides. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of Disney. I like the lost soul aspect. Like you saw Papalimo, and there was you yes. know Ashafat and uh, Moon Brita. and then the bosses were cool because it was Livia and Rid- uh, Livia Riddaton and Aman. And, yeah. Yeah, I saw Livia and I screamed, that bitch! <laughs> I just, I, I remember her fondly as hating her. It was great. 
<laughs> but I, I did I did like the dungeon itself, and then you had to fight mom. I mean, but but the 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 Heidelin fight itself was. It was another one of those, like, um, a lot of the fights we do, where it wasn't really a fight because she's there trying to kill you. It was mm-hmm. kind of a test to see if you're worthy. And they then they would just uh, bestow their power upon you kind of thing. Yep. Uh, I, it was a beautiful fight. Very hard on my eyes, though. I'm just going to say. I'm right. getting older, and some of these flashy fights are so hard for me. Yeah. Is this the one they allowed you to use trust this this one lets you yes, use trust. Yes, I right? got to 8% on trusts, but the fact that oh, I think we talked about this earlier. Yeah. Um I got to 8% on trusts. I never noticed any um the two lives kind of situation. Yeah, two thing, lives yeah. thing. So I probably okay. just fucked up three times and and wiped. So I, I you know, I got to 8% and I'm like, "Nope," and I found a party finder. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and I, I play, and, and, and there were people who were wanting to abandon on the party finder. They were trying to abandon. We went in together as a party finder and they tried to use the abandon, whatever. And I'm like, I voted no. And on the next poll, we cleared it. It's not that hard, but there's a lot going on. Yeah. But it's also very beautiful. And I love the fact that after you clear it, she just kind of like gives you one more power and it's like, go do the thing. I took like a million pictures, like just yeah. a million pictures. I don't know. I don't know why seeing Heidelin. <clears throat> well, well, she was gorgeous, first of it all. It was just amazing. Yeah. Very beautiful. Beautiful song, Flo played after this. Wonderful. Uh, oh, my God. That song. I mean, I'll, I'll, I can talk about it in the music port, but I, I do want to say this song is uh, is one of the best ones in Final Fantasy. I'm still trying to learn all the lyrics to it, but I think it it even makes like a good lullaby, like the first couple of lines, or if like you have a first child, if you like uh, a prodigal son, there's like there's all kinds of like little meanings you can pull from it, and it's just it's so great right here. I. I want to admit something here. I have spent zero time listening or re-listening to any of the current music. So wait for about a month or two when I finally do, and I will be completely obsessed, and that's all I want to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not there yet either, but I I love it in an over, you know, hearing it Mm. in a very – So good. What's the word? Um, Face level. Like what am I trying to think of? A very, very, like a shallow, shallow way. Yeah, well, you, know, what I was trying to say. you know, at a high level, but right. not super deep. It's yeah. just I'm, superficial. I, that was the word. I, I, that's it. Superficial. <laughs> yes, I I enjoyed it for what it was, but I didn't dig down into it. I don't even. I didn't even really realize there were good lyrics there. So, so look forward to a couple weeks or months where I'm just completely <laughs> obsessed with it. But um. I also, yeah, the Heidelin fight was good. I don't I don't want us to miss the the wacky cutscene of Asai and Ammon where oh Asai Christ. just shows up and he's like I'm tired of you fucking around with my body or whatever the hell they were discussing and he's like I'm just going to drag you to hell with me and they just go to <laughs> hell and it's like where yeah. the fuck did uh, they go? I don't even remember that. <laughs> yeah. So it's probably in pandemonium, right? 
I I don't know if they go to Pandemonium, the last tier. I don't know if there's another hell. I don't know what, but it's he's basically like you're coming to hell with me, and you're never gonna forget who. Because it's like Ammon, like now he wants to die, right? And it's like, yeah. No, you're not. You're going to hell, and he just drags him under, and it's like, where does that go? What are we? T- what is this? So yeah, yeah. My my, I wrote a one liner on that one too, and I just said Asahi is such a douchebag, and I'm offended to be dealing with him again, even in the afterlife. <laughs> I just, I want no part of him. Characters don't die in Final Fantasy. No, I know, and I just roll my eyes every time I see him, and every time I see <sighs> Xenos. I like the idea that we'll go to hell because that's what I was hoping Pandemonium was, and if it doesn't end up being that way, then there's still another hell that we haven't been to. Mm-hmm. All right, so we we did the Heidelin fight. Now we now know Heidelin's plan. Uh, she put a, a tracking chip on Median, and uh, we 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 make a bet that we can do a thing and get to use the Ragnarok. So the Ragnarok was the ship that was initially intended to take survivors from our planet to the moon, and everything would be good. And uh, we're like, we need your spaceship, Charlene. We need your spaceship, and we win. And uh, we take the spaceship out to the edge of the universe where Median is. I I just want to say right here the fact that we went to the moon, we went back in time, and we went to the edge of the universe is kind of overkill. It's a lot. I feel like I feel. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm happy they, they with it. They really but went for it. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is like I feel like you know you, I I can't remember. I used to say something like you know f- the, the the first season of a show you would do regular things on Earth. The second season of the show you'd go back in time, and this third season of the show you'd go into space. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this did all those things in two weeks. Yeah. So we went to the edge of the universe, and this zone, mind you, is amazing. This zone, kind of unlike uh, Elpis, as far as I'm understanding, a lot of this zone is actually kind of a recreation. It's not the real dragons. It's not the real Omicrons. It, it's not the real... I, I, I thought this zone was recreations. Did you guys pick that up, or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, they were recreations of dead societies. Yeah, right. It was like, I guess, the, the very end of their society or what have you. But the first thing that happens is you basically land or crash or whatever, and they fucking take uh, Thancred from us. That my heart about stopped. I was uh, shocked uh. there. I really was. And I thought, I thought, oh my God, they're actually going to... Not have one of them kill someone. Armor? I'm like, are they actually going to do it? Well, if you'll recall, there was a voice actor, and this all was probably all fucking set up. There was a voice actor for Thancred and the Japanese voice actor who was like, yeah, it's really sad. I'm not going to get to do a whole lot of voice acting from here on out. And everybody's like, oh my God, Thancred's <laughs> oh dead. Thancred's dead. Oh God. So for him to be that. the first one... It was like, <gasps> confirmed, and Chris gone. Oh, my God. We've lost him. But then they took a second one, and I'm like, oh, okay, they're all coming back. It's okay. Yeah, that was me, too. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way they would take – well, it might have taken the third one for me, but by the end, I'm like, 
No, they're not actually going to kill anyone. I'm actually okay with that. As much as I usually rally against they're too scared to kill someone, uh, I feel like this zone, it doesn't matter in some way, right? It made sense. That's the thing. It's like, I know it's just like a construct. I know it's just a a gimmick Mm -hmm. to get them, you know... To emotionally manipulate us into being sad they're gone and then bring them back and make us happy they're back. I understand Did, that from a from a mental, like, you know... From a logical position, From a logical right, perspective. Right. But at the same time, I was okay with it because in the story, it made sense. The, they explained it in a way that it would work, you know? At, but, but at the end, when it was you and the twins... I felt kind of lonely, and when they said, "I," and I, oh, but yeah. at the point, I'm like, "I know that this is all just temporary." Mm-hmm. But at the very end, I actually felt lonely. It and they did a good job of this because this part came full circle, right? They start you in the game with like the twins following you around, yeah. and they really hamfisted us with it. this. Is like the twins are going to follow you around to the level that I thought it was only going to be the twins that followed us around throughout N Walker. I'm glad that wasn't the case, but they gave us a lot of the twins following us. So to end with the twins following us up that long climb up to the top, and every. 10 steps or whatever you stop at a blue bubble to to hear what they have to say it really starts to go like oh my god it's our last walk with these last two and whether they decide to bring them all back which seemed to be the logical case but just in case they don't this is our last walk with these two so yeah it it really did make you feel alone well and i think some of it was i'm i was willing to be sucked into the story the narrative at that point so Oh, for sure. But yeah. honestly, even before that, we dealt with the dragons first, and some of them even talked about Midgar Summer and him leaving with his brood of eggs and, and whatnot. And that interesting bit of lore that he used the ethereal currents to find his way to. Uh, I caught that too, yeah. I love and, that they gave us a reason that we have our ether currents in, you know. Yes, well, they yeah. were useful for, for dragons to find us. And the, uh, I don't even know how you say it, the E-A, the A, ah, E-A, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they tickled me. I kind of almost hope they're a beast tribe. <laughs> I do too. I love I, them. I've done some side quests with them since, and they, they, they seem kind of open to not nihilism. Some of them have hope and interest. Well, some of the dragons do too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, so we meet, we, we meet three different races. The dragons, which we know from Eorzea, from, uh, Midgar Summer's brood. We know that, uh, the, uh, we don't know those guys at all. They left their bodies, a, uh, a week long ago. And then we meet the Omicrons, which are, if I'm not mistaken, those are uh, Ome- Omega Omega's people, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and and there's some side quests and stuff later that's like, wow, it's very interesting. <laughs> uh, I I loved the lore from all of these, and and I I, I didn't. I didn't think we'd get the dragons and the Omega people in the same, <laughs> That's what I felt like, about yeah. this whole expansion, though. I'm like, like okay, I didn't expect all of, of this. 
Yeah, they, when he said he was ending all of it, like when he said, he, you know, this is the end of like all of these seasons, I'm putting it all fucking down and we're starting from scratch. He was not fucking around. However, I don't expect him to make zero references to earlier stuff or let us talk to earlier peoples or whatever. But yeah, yeah. They, they, and, and there's a dungeon later that's about the dragons and the Omicrons. But anyway, uh, so the end singer fight, that one to me was so fucking beautiful. You get to yeah, the end. Awesome. You get to the end of the zone. Nothing else is around except for her. And you're like, well, you're still here. And, you know, and then there's that last fight. There's some mechanics in that fight that fuck people up. And I am terrified but excited that eventually they're going to make a savage of that. Or EX of that. The I'm EX. Sorry, extreme probably that. Yeah. 6.1. Yeah. 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 So I'm looking forward to that because I... It's, but she's so beautiful in that fight. And she's so sad. And mm-hmm. she's so... um I don't know. I don't even know what the word for it is, but but uh, eventually you murder her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. And the murdering part is so great. I do want to say one thing about the beauty. I love these fights that they're using this Amano art, like they did with like the Hydlin fight, and they've done with the Warrior of Light and last expansion, and they they've, they they did it with the uh, the Omega fight. Yeah, you know the the him and her uh, one, whatever it was. So. Uh, I love that Amano artwork when they turn it into the battle. It's gorgeous. But the um, that last leg of the fight where the music changes and she goes to small mode or whatever it yeah. is. And it goes into the, the maker's ruin that's mixed in with the, the Endwalker theme that, you know, higher and higher part of the song. You it's And, and the mechanics are so easy because you basically stack and you spread out. And you run around in a circle and you stack and you spread out and run. And you're just doing your rotation, right? It's like doing a dummy and you're walking a circle. But it just feels so good because you know it's the culmination and the music gets so pumped up and you're just blasting. And, you know, I'm on Summoner and I've got Bahamut blast and shit going at her. And you know, you know, you're at the 30%, 20%, 10%. You know this is it. This is the end. They really pair that part extremely well. It just felt oh. so good. Yeah, I was healing and I was raising and I was tapping people off and I'm like keeping ever. I really felt like... And then I died and some red mage got me and it, it felt amazing. It really felt There's good. There's a rhythm to that part. Yeah. The word, and it's probably cheesy, but it was exhilarating. It was an exhilarating fight. The music was good. The pacing was good. The the dance is good. The, you know, all of the different things you have to do and knowing. Like you said, Ruby, it's the culmination of all of these things. And it's just, well, I thought it was really well done. Well, here's the thing we didn't mention. Uh, uh, Emmett Selk shows up and highlights. Yes. Yeah. The, the reason we got into this fight was he summoned us, you know, seven friends. The mm-hmm. whole idea was you're there. There, Emmett Selk is dead, but he shows up and he's like, I remember everything because I'm dead. Oh. Right? right? This whole, upon death, you remember everything. And, 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 and it was death. Well, here's the other thing. In this game, they mentioned that, you know, you die, you go into the live stream and you kind of apparently float about. You can watch, mm-hmm. you can listen, but you don't actually move on yet. So Emmett Self didn't move on yet. 
they can choose, I believe. Yeah, it, so- it sounds like it. if they're not finished, if they don't feel like they're finished, they can hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a theme that we kind of we skipped over, but yes, mm-hmm. and that was the whole Keep Anna walking. remembering stuff, and that, that all of that was uh, was was remembering that. And we also kind of glossed over the whole like the science came back, and then we shot them back. We used we hit them with the button. We're like, get the fuck out of here! I got this. Yeah. I'll do this shit by myself, and then. Which kind of negates the theme, but they really let you have it at the end where it's like, how dare you have done that by yourself? <laughs> Which was kind of funny. But like that with the theme of like, we got to work together. We have to help each other, you know? But, but I really did enjoy seeing Medion go like, so now what? You're going to have the dead help you? Like, you're pathetic. You all you, it's like, nah, bitch. <laughs> I got the best of the best. And you got to see, uh, Hythlodeus another time. And I'm like, oh. He's so sexy. He really, really is. <laughs> was it? Was it you who tweeted? Yeah, Ruby. It was yeah. you who tweeted that, right? Yeah. How long I got to wait before I can talk about banging Hypothaeus? You know, and, didn't want to make it too much of a spoiler, right? And everybody out there was like, "You're already late. <laughs> We're yeah. already there. We're already <laughs> trying to sleep with." <laughs> so anyway, we 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 beat. The bird girl that is trying to smash planets together to kill us. Um, and everything seems good. And, oh, wait, at that point I had forgotten that Xenos showed up and was the platform for that fight. So we had uh-huh. to fight Xenos, like, twice. <laughs> I honestly did not see it coming. And I can't believe I, I didn't see it coming. I forgot, I forgot that this Joker was even around. Because the last time we saw him... um. Uh, Alize actually like gave him what for? Like he came around and he said some bullshit to us, and we we're like, "Why the fuck do you care?" And Alize finally got her piece, where she's just like, "What the fuck are you doing? Why do you even care about anything at all? We don't need you. You're a waste of our time. Get out of our face." It was like, "Girl, yes, that is correct. Get out of here, Zenos. You're not worth anything." So he shows back up, and he kind of shows some worth or whatever, I guess. Because he, he flies in all dragon-like or whatever. And, yeah, we use him like we've used all of our quote-unquote <laughs> friends as platforms and breathable air and other things to walk on so we can fight, fight I, her. I was so, so annoyed. I was so – I – okay. You know in Clue where she's talking about flames on the side of her face? That's how I feel about Xenos. I just can't stand him. Not because he's such a good bad guy – because he's such a shitty bad guy. He just... I don't believe his motivations. They're stupid. They're not in any way engaging. And I was having such a good time and such great moments. And the music in that zone is so incredible. And the fight was so exhilarating, like I said. And I loved every minute of it. And then this fucking guy is back. It's like, I would have been so much happier... If he was he no part of this, up again. if if I if we just forgot if they forgot to put him in again, like I knew he was going to be in it. I called it as soon as Kryle, like when she was back in Charlayan, and they showed everyone looking over, and they didn't show who it was. I'm like, that was Zenos. Right. I was like, oh, that's yeah. just stupid. Of he course, struck it's a bargain. Zenos. Yeah, it's like I knew I knew he was going to show up, and I did not look forward to it. And he added. Did he add anything for you? Like, okay, was so his presence I, good for you? No, but I feel like they tried at the 11th hour to give some sort of 
character development or explanation at the right, right at the end he's like I don't understand everybody else cuz he's so quirky and, and murder you yeah. know but but I I at that point I think there was a somewhat satisfying response to one of his chat bubbles right there was uh, something I like one. I yeah. I don't care about who are you again I don't even fucking care and that's how I felt and and yep yeah. Okay. So, but completely separate from Xenos himself, the one-on-one fight was not bad, and I felt somewhat satisfied when murdering him, even though I was annoyed that he's been around for two full ex- fucking expansions. The fight was fun. I will. I will give you that. The fight was well done. I enjoyed it. It went on too long. It. It. Well, yeah, as a healer, I couldn't damage him down enough. And he kept talking about, see if you can miss this. And I'm like, I'm already 10 miles away, dude. Yeah, but okay. he did that over and over and over again. It's like, don't warn me it's coming. And uh, and you might well, have a it's shot a meme. The I know, it was just so well, funny. Well, what's funny is people that have other languages, that's apparently not what he says. And they don't understand why we're talking about it. Oh, wow. Okay. But anyway, I, I'm glad he's dead. I hope he's really, really dead. That's what my fear is that he's not fucking really, really he ain't dead. Fucking dead. Come no, on, he let is him, not dead. If he's not dead, I'm gonna be so mad. He's not dead. I'm, they I'll, made it seem like he's gonna die, and I've even seen people. In the I will dress say, like, up I'm like so a glad clown. Well, you've got an outfit coming on January twentieth <laughs> just for that. Because because this oh this fool is coming back, I believe it. Look, no, look, the please, whole end. Please the, no. The whole point of this end was for the satisfaction. Yes, for some it's beating his ass, but for some, that fight was a fuck. That was our. Cha- it was basically saying, "I'll bang you now, Xenos. You mm. want it? I got. I've done with everything else. I'm done with everyone else. It's now me and you." Yeah, See, you can I've, get this. I've just murdered and that's basically an it. eternal being, being from the ends of the universe after going back in time after being on the moon. I, he I, does. I, I, I still can fucking beat you up, and I'm spent. Yeah. I'm sorry, but he Before. represents some pr- like a primal sexual desire. Not even just in people. You can kind of boil him down to like... Well, those people who love to get in drama just so they can have Ugh, great sex I d- I afterward. Don't it. It's just yeah, that's no, just that his whole thing. Me. It just doesn't. I, just, I don't understand hate sex. I, I don't. I don't either. And I don't. Well, not, even beyond that, like Yelta was saying, I just saved the fucking universe, the multiverse. I don't need to prove myself to you. He and asks. Yeah. He I just asks care. A question. At the end of it, and I pulled up the picture because I actually gave him the answer he probably wanted. He says, such pleasures. Do you seek them for your own sake and no other reason? Is this not so, adventurer? And I gave him the like, yeah, bitch. I do stuff for me. I'll do whatever I want. And that was the answer. He smiled. He's like, acceptance at long last. Because it's like. Yeah, that's not what I said. (laughs) Deep down. I I picked every, who the fuck are you again, response. (laughs) Deep down, I think we adventure for the sake of adventure. Why are we doing the fetch quest? Either it's some benefit for the experience points or the there's some base level. I'm doing it for my own good or else I wouldn't be doing this at all. And I think he was appealing to that like at the very bottom of your soul. Do you not just want it? 
And it's like, yeah, I mean, I realize that you were just primal desire. That is all. Uh, you can wrap it around in that you were a hurt child, and, and I've seen those forum posts. Mm. I saw one that was wall of text today, and it was, he was a hurt child. Please don't let him die. He was such a good person. He could have been good up to the age of no, five. No, there, there was nothing good about him. There was no good. I I don't care how abused he was. I don't like to say this, but I don't care. I'm not going to get you. Don't get me wrong. Xenos was done dirty. His birth, he was augmented. He was tested on, but he was still a bad person. How kind of goes into a real world thoughts I have is how many years can you blame your mom for your malfunctions? At a certain point, you're responsible for your own shit. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think that's what the Alizé call-out was. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't you even realize there's other people around you? Is there, like, is it just you? And I don't know how they spin that, where he's just... I don't know if what he'll say. To, I, to I still don't know. himself as just being like, I just kill, man. Like, I just like to kill, dude. I, I still maintain, have you ever tried sex? I don't <laughs> Perhaps of some other just sort of on the battlefield. You what know. are you talking about? We laid there panting at the end, breathless, I've laying not, on our backs. Have you Come ever on, tried not enthusiastic this? sex from a partner that wants to do it? Perhaps willing, because I was not a willing partner in this affair. Well, worst date ever. Carrie, Carrie, I, I saved that screenshot you sent with me. You sent to me on Discord. That back in Garlemald, when you wake up in that guy's body, and you wake up and you look over and Zeno's eating a steak, and Carrie just typed, worst date ever and i'm like oh fuck yes oh, God. and it never left me he's the worst date i don't care pretty much forever yeah i don't i i get what you're saying ruby but i don't buy it i just don't i don't feel it i don't like it i don't need it i don't have that primal urge in me in that way because well and i cannot excuse my brokenness that way yeah, right? No. Even in real mm-hmm. life, I, there are things I am probably broken about. And it's, it, uh, at this point, I'm 40 something, 46 years old. I can't blame it on mommy and daddy anymore. I can't blame it on my race, creed, color, religion, sex, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're responsible for our own decisions at a certain point. I don't think that they made him lovable at the end, though. I don't think that there was necessarily – I mean I think if if you had already liked Xenos going into this, then you were like, okay, he's – yeah, great, wonderful. I don't think that they tried to make him good at any – I think they they posed the question to him and he walked away. And then that was it. We didn't get a response to what Alizé said to him. And he's just like, I do it for the urge. So I don't think there's anybody that's walks away going, yeah, what a great character arc. I yeah. really think Zeno. I don't think he's really redeemable. I don't think, no. I think no, no. the whole but, point but is feel, he's not redeemable. Yeah. But they, but they tried to throw in a couple lines at the end where he never really understood everyone else's drives and obsessions. And it's like, well – that's yeah. on you, dude. It's not an excuse. At some point. Yeah, right. It's like, that doesn't mean you should maybe right. look Right. I have an emotional else. scarring or something. Yeah. Well, that's not yeah. an excuse for hurting other people. Yeah. It's not so yeah. the whole slaughter of other he? people is excused? Right. No, I don't think yeah. so. 
You're yeah. not 10 years old and, and skinning squirrels for, you know, some joy. <laughs> it's just, you, you yeah. need to look in, you need some help. Yeah, I don't, my life is the hunt. My life is the challenge of the greatest hunt. I, I'm never going to get on board with this. Have you ever looked into why? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get on board with this. It's, it's not, it's not deep. It's not. Or if it was supposed to be deep, they didn't achieve it. Came it came out lazy. That's my it came opinion. out lazy. Yeah. I mean, if other people like the character, that's 100% them. I'm just speaking for me. And I don't fucking like his character, his story, his arc, any sort of anything that I have done with him. And I swear to God, if he shows up in the next one, I'm going to be I'm going to be so upset. mad. I was already yeah. so mad when he showed up. I don't know. We won't Lots see him for times. three patches. We won't see him until for six point four. Suddenly, him and Fandango will show up, and we'll be like, mm. "Why, Essie? Oh my god! The orgy in hell! Oh my god! Can't wait." Well, uh, speaking of orgies, and and you know, after we had our little escapade with with Xenos, uh, then we, uh, you know, like. Uh, like a good date, you know, you bang and you get out. So you push the button. You're like, I got it. You willed yourself out of the situation and the button appeared and you uh, got the fuck out of Dodge. And uh, then uh, you're back. Everybody chides no, you this, for... No, you didn't wheel yourself out. The spaceship was there. You almost crash landed, but it was all cool. And then also it still exists in both zones. But I'm saying you use the button... To get the other dudes out, and then the button oh, yeah, yeah. came back and then, to you. And then it flew yeah. down. Yeah. yeah, some people some people were mad about that, too. Yeah, yeah. Some people were like, why did the button show up again? And I was like, well, it could either be it flew up into the sky and came down again, or Dynamis, right? Dynamis yeah, is... Yeah, Dynamis is what I The think. power of emotions to affect a situation. And so maybe, I don't know. Guys, I gotta admit... I didn't fucking notice. I knew, I knew I used, they used, we used the button for them and then I used it for me, but I, I don't know why that didn't bother me. I didn't until you guys yeah. just said that. Oh I no, didn't it didn't it. bother me either. There are people who yeah. are like, where did the button go? Why did it come back? And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, we were each handed out one. I'm assuming I dropped it during some fucking, when I was busy punching Xenos's face and then I came back and pushed it. Yeah. And then, and then the game thought you were dying, or Alice mm-hmm. did. So we were at the end at that point. So, you know, at, at that point, everything, you know, the end of the world was deterred. Uh, d- aside from, there are people who are confused about the role quests. So oh. my not, my understanding is, so the first ro- first or second role quest you do is while. The skies are red and people are turning into monsters. But the subsequent role quest, in my understanding, is, well, monsters already happened and now you have to go destroy them and plus some lore. Uh, so there are some people who are upset about that. Where I don't know. Well, to me, isn't it like the Light Wardens in a sense? It's like there's still some they, things they, that they are roaming exist. around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't think too deep. Again, I did the level 50 Dragoon quest not terribly long ago. And it means like, who the fuck are you? You know, we just <laughs> came back BFFs from space. forever, but it's a Sultana culinarian quest after mm-hmm. she's been poisoned. That's I know. right. I know. <laughs> so anyway, so the end was basically, uh, 
we killed the bitch at the end of the universe and the end times are over and then everybody yeah. celebrates. What what happened at that point? Nothing? Just we're just yay. Ate cake. We ate yeah, cake. I don't know. We I all don't know. live happily ever after until <laughs> the now. next Patch. <laughs> I don't remember if there was like a dark cut scene or anything at the end. Of yeah, it. I, I don't remember don't any remember Uber cut scene. I I remember feel I, I felt satisfied. As my only remembrance is feeling that it was good. So yeah. so Ruby wrote in the patch notes, ending and final thoughts on the story. Was this too happy an expansion to anime? Um, I I I feel like a lot happened. One of my I don't even. I don't even know if it's an argument, but I feel like they pulled a lot of jumping the shark kind of things, right? We went to the moon, we went back in time, we went to the edge of the universe, all in a week. Mm-hmm. Right, that's one of my things is like, what do we do now? Which is part of why I feel like they're gonna be, they're gonna like slap us down and you're just an adventure. Not, you're not the warrior of light anymore. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how much of Heidelin's blessing we still have at this point. That's, oh, I never uh, even thought about yeah, that. Right? Tap well, out right at the end. Yeah. I, I, I heard a lot of arguments to, well, you still have Heidelin's blessing and you still have blah, 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 and you still have whatever. And I'm like, I really feel like if if I was a game designer, if I was the story designer, I'd be like, well, honestly, at this point, you're famous here, but you might not have all the things. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, to anime. What do you mean by to anime? Um, that it they they pulled a lot of shit at the last minute to make a story work, like the whole median thing. Just be like. Oh, we had all these Asians, but it was really median the whole time. It wasn't the whole Zodiac thing. Zodiac was actually kind of good in a way and all this stuff. And where it just kind of like the denouement and everything was just like really rapid at the end of it. And that kind of goes back a, to the too happy. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of where it got kind of cutesy and with a resolved. lot of the stuff. Yeah, and resolved. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt like the Warrior of Darkness way, way ago, right? Yeah. Right? So we, we like, did all these things, and we did them in the storyline, and then just resolved. And it wasn't for, like, another expansion later till it actually mattered. So, you know, maybe maybe some of it will... I feel like... I know they're like, we are drawing the curtain on the last 11 years, but I do feel like some of the story notes might float through. Right? Could you imagine them never ref- referencing Emmett Selk again? Oh, God. He'll be with us for a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, he's too popular for them not to. Yeah. It kind of, right? So that's kind of where I feel like the two anime, right? So, or, or, I don't know. Or maybe not. Honestly, I actually might enjoy if they're like, we're done with that arc. Bye. I'd but be okay they, with it. That's the thing. I would like, be okay with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love us to go to another continent and people, Be yeah, a stranger. They've heard of, yeah, they've heard of the Warrior of Light, but they don't give a shit about you. They're living yeah. their own lives, you know? And we have gotten a lot of that going into different zones and different worlds and going into the past and going into the, you know, Crystarium the first. And, you know, th- there's... If they so, don't grind us down, well, even in, even in Heaven's Word, they made us an outcast, a, a wanted person. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I, but I feel like they have to do that. They're going to have to do something like that. Emmett at least gave us like some threads. He's like, you don't even know who the 12 are. You don't know this. You don't know that. And You've he never gave us, seen like, yeah. the bottom of this. You've never What's, seen you know, this continent. You've never seen this world. You don't know Australia. Year. Yeah. I love that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love that too. People are like, where where will we go after this? And we're like, well, Emmett South listed eight places. So, yeah. and yeah. And, and you know, you know, world of darkness. Can, can we fix the world of darkness? Can we make mm-hmm. it a livable place again? Is it possible? Well, I, also, I also love that they set us up to prepare us to not go running to the other scions. Oh, yeah. When the next one comes out. Oh, sure. I wasn't sad Everyone, about that. I, I, I was happy and sad because it's like, I, I want, Thancred to go live his life. I want Ishtola to go live her life. I want I don't want to run to these people. I want to meet new people. I want to meet, make new friends. I want to feel that feeling of alone we got on the moon when we, or not on the moon, we got at the end when we thought they weren't with us. I want us to have to stand on our own for a while. I think that would be incredibly powerful for storytelling purposes kind of the anti prey return to the walking sands right Mm -hmm. yeah some some anti and that's what kind of cracks me up when i think about that because uh standing was just given this link pearl in this expansion yes (laughs) so part of me feels like link shell dissolve you know Like shall dissolve. It wasn't you, Estinian, we promise. <laughs> but, you know, that's, I, I feel like, you know, I feel like we, we should be put a little bit, not out of our depth, because uh, we are very capable adventurers, right? Yeah. So we're not helpless. I don't want us to feel completely helpless at the beginning of the next patch or whatever, or the next expansion. But we should feel... Like we have to forge new bonds. We have to discover new uh, adversaries and uh, make new alliances yeah. and some find some new friends. <clears throat> Not that we can't eventually bump into Yashtola or bring her in or Kryl or whatever, but that it's, you know, that's one of the things this game does really, really well. Like we said, you know, they they toast you as the warrior of light at the end of one expansion. And then at the beginning of the next expansion, they're like, you are a wanted criminal. And then mm-hmm. in the next expansion, it's like, who are you? No one on this planet knows you. Mm-hmm. So, no, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited and interested. I, I don't even know when the, when does the next story come out. Right? When when is the next story patch? I mean, it would be 6.1. We're going to get 6.08, we know, but we, we don't know when that is currently. And then I think we're going to – we'll talk about it here shortly, but we'll get some news, I think, in February. But, like, okay. I'm not expecting a patch until, like, what, April or something, I guess? Late March? Early April? Maybe late April. I don't know. I don't know. I, and, again, I'm kind of chuckling a little bit against uh, – or not against – I'm chuckling a little bit about people who joined the game recently who had uh, comp- 11 years of content to get through. And then upon 6.0, 6.1, 6one and 6.05 are like, where's the content? Where's the 24 men? Where's the story? Where's Shouldn't the blah, blah, blah? Story like, skip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, y- 
I, and I, I'm not really judging them for thinking that because if you joined recently, you might be like, where is this fountain of content? But this game has very paced content, very, you know, they, they have, Super they have a roadmap, yeah. they have yeah. a schedule, you know, they have, they, they have their own thing. So I, but you know, and there have been some patches that took me, I think right after Heaven's Word, some of the post, patch post expansion content seemed a little bit meh to me but um but you know i can i can i kind of understand at some level how they feel but it's like really there's no way you've leveled up everything interesting to you or gotten all the achievements or gotten you know there there's a lot to do there's Carrie plenty were, to do Carrie and i were kind of bemoaning how much there's to do right and I've got, I had every job at 80. You know, I have a lot of stuff to get to 90 and gear up. I have a lot of achievements. I have a yeah, lot of- it's, it's whatever you think is content, right? Like if all, if all yeah. you think is savage your, or ultimate is content, ma- well, yeah, you're done. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't yeah, have anything else. Well, but if you think well, leveling and, and, and gearing and all this other stuff is content, well, there's lots to do. Sure. In two months, if all you do is your main job, your main, your disciple award, disciple magic job. If the only thing you do is progress on that, you're gonna be bored soon. Yeah, very soon. Right? Yeah. It's, it's and that's just that's just a fact. There's if you only laser focus on one job, there's probably no MMO that can keep you interested. Even wow, you have to level up different characters for whatever. Anyway. So let's move on. Uh, not too happy, not too anime. However, I, I feel like we all felt satisfied, right? Yeah. I yeah. So um, uh, I think let's skip. We, we have a couple of things we want to talk about about it, but let's move on. Let's let's chat a bit more about uh, Endwalker was a great mess or, or, you know, anyone feeling like joining Emmett would have been better. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in two weeks. Uh-huh. But... Let's move on to where do we rank Endwalker compared to other expansions? Thoughts. I have thoughts. I, I, tell well, us, Ruby. I, yeah. I, honestly, I think I might have said this the last time is that um, I, I saw this as the um, Avengers Endgame where the previous one was Avengers Infinity War. Shadowbringers was Infinity War. And I like mm-hmm. Infinity War a hair above Endgame. And I like Shadowbringers still – more than I like Endwalker. I think I like Endwalker more than I like Heaven's Word, but there's still a lot to like. They might be equal to me. Um, it's they're definitely better than it's definitely better than Stormblood, and it's better than A Realm Reborn for me. So I still think King of the Hill is still Shadowbringers because it ends because it's just that it's one solid story. It doesn't ham fist or cram a lot of stuff like Endwalker does to make it all work, which I think is. The same problem with like Endgame versus Infinity War, right? You got a bunch of crap that happens at the beginning, like oh my god, they killed Thanos, and blah, 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 blah. it's like it, it feels like a bunch of stuff happens, and then the pacing slows down, and then there's a there's an ending. That's what I get from Endwalker. So I think Shadowbringers is still king of the hill all the way around. Um, Endwalker and and Shadowbring or Endwalker and Heavensward are very closely tied for me, and then it's probably. Uh, Stormblood and then A Realm Reborn. It's funny, <coughs> excuse me, because I, 
I don't, I completely understand where you're coming from. Um, and my list is almost exactly the same as yours, except for the top two are swapped. And the reason for that for me is I ran all of these so close together. My, you know, yours just been spread out over 11 years. I ran the end of Heavensward, like everything post Heavensward, like all of the in-between stuff and mm-hmm. Stormblood and Shadowbringers and Endwalker back to back to back over a couple months. And so it felt like everything was squished together for me. So so it didn't feel... You didn't get a rest before between patches. Yeah. That, so it, that it can did, be a big deal. Well, it didn't feel like everything was... They tried to pack everything in because everything was packed in for me. Like from beginning to end... It was just a ride, and I was going here and there and back into the first and to the end of the world, and it it never stopped for me, I guess. So I, I don't think that that part really got me the way that it probably got everybody else, and I totally, I totally respect what you guys are saying about, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot with the time travel and with the, you know, going to the end of the world and, you know, all of these things. But I also, you know, they, they did that a little bit in um, Shadowbringers, too. It's like you're going to, you know, Emmett Salk's memory world and you're going under the ocean and you're going, you know, you're going to all of these different places, too. So that didn't really bother me. I actually liked the culmination of everything. I liked how they tied it all together. I like how they put a finite end point to all that's come before. Do I feel like some of it they had to shove together to make it work? Yes, I do. I did not mind that. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the storytelling. I enjoyed the wrap up and I love a good sappy close. So that mm-hmm. it worked really well for me. So aside from all of the rest, like, like, like I, I agree with everyone you picked except for the top two are reversed for me. So that's where I'm at. What about you, Yelta? Uh, my favorite is still Shadowbringers. That's on an emotional level, right? I don't know why, but that one hit a little bit harder for me. So sure. Shadowbringers is my favorite. Um, uh, Endwalkers is my second favorite, but it's very, very close, right? They're, yeah, I feel like maybe they jumped the shark on a couple storyline things or whatever, but I still enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, Heaven's Word is next. Heavensward told an amazing story, an emotional story. Um, it was it was just good. Uh, I have an issue with Stormblood and a Realm Reborn. Not not an issue, but I feel like a Realm Reborn was kind of a new MMO storytelling wise. But I liked the story. Uh, the pacing might have been been off. Uh, but I think I liked it maybe even slightly better than Stormblood. Mm. Uh, Stormblood ha- did a lot of things that were like, eh. some zones were amazing and fun. Uh, but, you know, some, some things were like meh to me. So I feel like, you know, a couple of them were in neck and neck, but it, it definitely for me goes Shadowbringers, Endwalker, Heavensward, Probably a rumor war. Mostly okay. So a rumor war. Maybe maybe more because I like brand new stories 
Carrie knows how much I like restarting games. Oh, yeah. Right? So, for me, honestly, playing a low-level character in a game is and feeling the feeling of advancement and story and, and feeling the growth, uh, I also th- I, I still really feel like uh, Stormblood had that weird split of story that kind of disrupted and, and I didn't like Xenos. That didn't help. But yeah, no. But but as far as Endwalker and Shadowbringers, they're very neck and neck. There are things I loved about both, and there are things I felt very emotional about both. But I felt like um, Shadowbringers was a better overall story. I could see that. Well, there we go. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> That's a <laughs> completely personal opinion, right? I don't expect anyone to agree, you know. Uh, but you know, and walkers did feel good. Oh, yeah. They did. They they put a bow. They put a nice shiny red bow on a lot of things, right? Yeah. I do. I do feel like they connected some dots that probably felt forced, like you guys were saying. Um, I think it comes. It know. boils down to if you like endings, you know, especially if you like happy endings. This was a great expansion for you. It was a happier mm-hmm. ending. I kind of liked the more tragic. If you're ending. into well, dystopian well, stuff or whatever, you might like Shadowbringers better because it has that little bit of like I don't know. There's a redemption well, thing that's happening well, in Shadowbringers. It's it's hard. Well, here's the thing: we've only got an Endwalker expansion. We've not seen any post patch stuff. So there yeah. was a lot of post patch. A lot of five point plus stuff right you finish the storyline you kill hades you do you know whatever there's a lot of stuff that came afterwards that felt good so part of it for me i'm i'm not saying endwalker sucked i'm just saying i've seen shadowbringers plus Mm -hmm. up to endwalkers there might be i am i am i am super excited to see what npc has a quest icon over their name in April or May or whenever yeah. we see 6.1. For sure. Yeah. That, and, and So I, I can't even fairly compare them, but I felt Shadowbringers felt very, very cool to me. All right. Um, and, Any other comments, thoughts, suggestions, complaints? I'm sure we'll, well, I'm sure we'll cover some in, other episodes, but Christ, we're at three hours, and Carrie should have gone to bed two hours ago. So, <laughs> yeah, so I, do you mind? I, I want to read this bullet go. point of the Radio yeah. Mog Station stuff at least, so we for can get sure. it, get this yeah, stuff out it. there. Because there's there's some there's some good news that's coming up in the near future. I think we can delve deeper into this in, a, in the next episode. And certainly, we're not even talking about job changes and and uh, music and all kinds of stuff. So save that for us for the next episode. I got plenty to talk about. Um, anyway, so Yoshida did a, did an interview with Radio Mog Station, which I had never heard of before. It's an online show that Square Enix puts on that's dedicated to 14. They have some crossover guests. I think an anime character showed up. It was chaos, but there was some news that came out of it. Bullet point, super fast. There's going to be announcements regarding the status of new servers and when sales will open back up again starting next week so you can expect that sales may happen at some point but they're just starting that discussion uh new game plus for 6.0 is coming in 6.1 we don't know the date of 6.1 yet uh they are looking to adjust some of the new npc systems used 
in 6.0 main story quest noted it rushed and overdone implementation. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I wonder if that's trust related, but we'll see uh, what they mean here at some point. They want to rather than nerf Reaper buff other jobs. So we saw that with 605, um, but in 608, they're going to buff Black Mage. And Samurai, as devs think that they were a bit stingy <laughs> on the damage. Remember, Black Mage yeah. and Samurai are kind of called your your selfish damage dealers because they just kind of do their own thing or whatever. Black Mage is the meme, right? It's just standing in AOEs. So uh, that was yeah. They, they've always been pro buff and anti nerf, right? Which is which is fine as long as they keep it all in balance, right? Dev team thinks dancers should have higher damage. That was part of the stuff I wanted to talk about later. It was like range in general feels like a dancers really feels like they're hurting. More busy jobs which don't reflect it in damage can expect future adjustments. Um, I guess that's opinionated with what constitutes a busy job, but uh, they're looking at more buffs. I'm hoping Paladin is on the plate. I'm seeing the posts that Paladin Word. is getting excluded from parties for things. Um, they are currently looking into the next job, the next poster job for 7.0. So Meteor, although I heard this mistranslated as maybe Meteor was going to be a different person. They were even looking to a female warrior of light to use as a poster job. But I think this really is about what job they're, they're going to go with next. Uh, the Endwalker album, we talked about that. That's no, no, I I just want to say as a female with boobs, I, I don't mind if the poster child is a male. It, it's okay. I feel like that would actually be cooler if they kept Meteor. I don't mind if they like raise up females. But I don't think there's damn. a point in changing the main dude. I mean, he's the face. Yeah, right? I don't oh, see any cool. point either. It's like changing your brand. I, it just doesn't make sense in a marketing perspective. If they want to throw in another character with him, that's fine. You know, but I don't think they should lose his face. Same. Uh, yeah, again, Endwalker albums on 23rd of February. Uh, there was a couple other things that came. I'm not quite sure if it came out of this, but there was a post from Yoshida about verbal abuse from, uh, oh my the Japanese God, community up on toward, to, yes. like, some of the... kind of heartbreaking, yeah. Uh, no, the Japanese, <laughs> it seems like it's coming from the Japanese player yeah, base, right? Yeah, that's what I had They're being completely fucking assholes to the devs, which I... Don't get me wrong, and on this podcast, we have been harsh at times, and and other podcasts and blog posts, we have been harsh at times about, you know, design decisions or whatever. It really sounds like some players have been complete and utter assholes to the point where the devs have fucking hurt feelings. He said he didn't want him to quit over the verbal abuse. Like, it got to that Yeah, I'm like... it. Constructive criticism, guys, is all I'm going to say. If you have criticism, make it constructive. Don't make it personal, and don't don't be assholes. I I, I feel like people are being assholes here. Yeah, and we know that we can be assholes on this side of the the world. So, if the oh, Japanese 100%. are doing it, I mean, that's probably a lot of heat that they're taking. So, yeah, be nice. Be nice. Uh, and then finally, Final Fantasy XIV will reveal brand new story info next month. I don't know if that's a live letter that we've got coming up or whatever stuff, but they want to talk about where they're going with the story. So expect that in February. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. I, re- I really want to see where we go in our 12th year. <laughs> All right. I think we're done, fam. I, we're at three hours. I am so sorry, listeners. I don't know how we got here. 
I'm not sorry. I had a blast. They'll love it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm having a great time, and I'm hoping people listening are having a good time. Uh, <laughs> Ruby might be able to trim it a bit, but damn. I, I feel like I feel like there was a lot to be said, and we said a lot. So it was good. Yeah. Let's, let's move on, then. It is closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, personal plugs. We'll start with Ruby. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And Carrie? I am also on the Twitter at Carrie Sumasu, K-H-A-R-I-I-S-U-M-A-S-U. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.